When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Off the bench for Maccas, the McSpicy range of Maccas. Can you handle the heat and tyre power? Where family safety rates number one. Top of the morning to you. Big warm welcome wherever you're listening right around Australia. It's great to have your company. This is Off the Bench, of course, coming to you for the McSpicy range of Maccas. Can you handle the heat? And for tyre power, we're family safety rates number one. Huge day, of course. It's Derby Day in Melbourne. It's Golden Eagle Day in Sydney. It's all happening. Old mate Picks is off in the Bintangs, England, in Bali. And in the chair this morning, it's great to see my old China plate, my old mate Campbell Brown. Good morning and welcome to the man universally known as Dog. Yeah, good start, dog. You haven't got the microphone on. Good morning. Welcome to your dog. Nah, thanks very much. <laughs> He's nice. off, to, off to a good start. We'll set the agenda this morning. We've got a big show ahead this morning through the course of the morning. We'll, uh, dog's going to be in the chair for Picks Flicks. We'll take some of your calls throughout the course of this morning as well. Nathan Brown will join us a little bit later on the Saturday list. Third person self-congratulator of the year will be along a little bit later on in the morning off the record to join us through the course of the morning. And uh, we'll get out to Fleming and we'll speak to Tags. Our old mate Tags will be here as well. And uh, we'll also catch up with Josh Jenkins through the course of the morning. And Josh might just have a little bit of news to share with us. I say good morning again. Good morning, Hutchie. How are you, mate? Sorry. Rookie error just, there. Yeah, you you walked still... in a little standing start. You missed the start. <laughs> Great to be here. I'm very excited about Derby Day. So the, the, the small things like switching your mic on and everything, I just forgot. On days like today, you know, those things go astray. I can see you've been uh, in two minds about whether to head out today. You walked in this morning in shorts and T-shirt, and then I, I noticed in the uh, 9 o'clock news there, a quick half change into a shirt. Just a half change. So you're leaning towards attending. Yeah, I'm 50-50, obviously weather dependent. It's a, it's a game day decision, but you can probably tell which way I'm swaying. Maybe next ad break I might put some pants on. <laughs> yeah, but great to have you here. Derby Day you've loved over the journey. Now, I... But, Big day, of course, today. I saw on your Instagram this morning, old vision of what looked like you and a mate of yours. Yes. And a mate jumping into the uh, makeshift fake pool at the Moon... Moon Marquee. Marquee. Yeah. Yeah. In the that birdcage. Was, that was circa 2016. <laughs> and um, I know that GH Moon had been trying and lobbying um, Flemington, the VRC, for the best part of a decade to get a a pool in there yep. and it kept getting knocked back due to occupational health and safety yep. issues. And they finally got it. It was their, it was their centerpiece yep. of the whole marquee over the four day period. And they had some aqua aerobic dancers that were doing some, you know, gymnastics through around the pool and got very late in the day on this particular Derby day. And, and one of my mates decided he was, he was going to outsmart security and he was going to go and run and jump into the pool. Oh no. And uh, he's a great mate of mine, best man at my wedding. And when he took his opportunity, he slid across the tiles like a penguin. He landed into the pool and he got out and gave a famous dance. And <laughs> you equally, can't be doing that. Can't you be. can't be, can you? <laughs> equally as quickly, he got 
He got turfed out yep. of just not the mum, yep. but out of the birdcage yep. and subsequently out of Flemington. Right. Yep. And did you, how did it ricochet on you? There was some fallback. Yeah. Um, they knew he was a, a friend of mine. Yep. So when I popped my head around just to sort of say, so, hey, yep. guys, make sure you you know, you know look after him. Yep. They looked back and they said, of, of course he is. And so I received a three-year suspension from the GH Law Marquee. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'm the only person in the history of Flemington that's been suspended from a marquee. Yeah, just when you thought you couldn't be suspended from anything else. Yeah, correct. You got suspended from a birdcage marquee. A birdcage marquee. So, yeah. So, Who decided it was a... a management. Yeah. Yeah, it went up the chain all the way to the top. <laughs> three years. And I got three years. Yep. Yeah. And did you ever attempt to short circuit that ban? Or? Well, I promised them that I'd adhere to it. And so um, for two years, 2017 and 18, I, I didn't yep. go there. And then 2019, sort of the, the last one before the pandemic, really, we didn't know what was to come. Um, I was up in the chairman's, just had a lovely day. And a mate of mine rang me and said, mate, come to the birdcage, let's catch up. And I said, yeah, sure. So I went to the birdcage and I said, where specifically in the birdcage are you? Because I'll, I'll come and meet you for a drink. He said, mate, I'm in the Mumaki. Come. You're on the door. I said, oh, <laughs> got a problem with that, mate. Three-year ban. I, I, I'm two years into a three-year ban. <laughs> I, I won't be able to approach. And he, he laughed. He thought I was joking. And as I walked up, yep. the, the guy on the door, he'd been there over the previous yeah. He said, Campbell, you, you and I both know that you've got a year One, to serve no, on your ban. Go. Yeah, no early I, play. I said, oh, I, I know, but my friend wants me to come in. And, um, and he said, who's your friend? I said, oh. Usain Bolt. Oh, you dropped Usain Bolt's name. <laughs> so, so he waved me in and, and I, I got in there. So I sort of, I, I managed to. He said, come on in, Wild Dog. Well, yeah, what did you call you? Wildcat. The Wildcat. Yeah. <laughs> so even though it was a three-year ban, I got away with it in two. And um, that was my GH Mom experience. And there's never been a, a pool in there ever since. Reduced to a two with a character reference from Usain Bolt. And <laughs> hey, that's a tribute to Picks, by the way. That story went five minutes if you can believe it off the top this morning. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get zipper with the music this morning, but there you go. Zipper looks a little bit stressed out. The I back. needed someone to wind me up. <laughs> uh, it, now, what, what I wouldn't mind from you at some stage today is the dog's list of Derby Day commandments. Okay. Yep. Like your, your cheat sheet on how to get through Derby Day. Yeah. The do's and don'ts. There's a lot of people out there getting ready right now where everyone's a bit rusty. Three years up from the spring carnival, there'll be people out buying suits that don't fit, all sorts of things. So wouldn't, if you can, next break. Sure. Just that we've heard famously back in the day, the Ten Commandments of Racing. <laughs> I would want the Derby Day Commandments as well, so, if we can. So there we go. Uh, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. If you want to join the conversation, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight is the number to join the conversation. Um, where to start this week? You, on your radar is emojis. What's happened here? Well, it's it's funny, right? Because how offensive can emojis be? They can't. Um, you, you wouldn't suspect. But Gen Z, the the Gen Zers, the young crew. They've taken offence to the thumbs-up emoji, um, which I'm staggered by. The thumbs-up emoji is, is a friendly emoji, right? They believe it's rude. Some see it as hostile. And whenever they see it in a text message exchange or an email, they feel attacked um, in the workplace. Now, the older community, adults, they, they feel very comfortable using the thumbs-up emoji. Um, they believe it, it means I approve. Yep. Or I understand and will obey, but um, the the Gen Zers, they think that it uh, it's done in jest, and it could be quite dismissive. So um, 
That's got me flabbergasted. <laughs> you're, you're struggling to come to terms with Gen Z. I think a it's a fair little to bit, say, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll send back the emoji other... thumbs up. And we all move on. Yeah, that's exactly right. What other emojis trigger you? Because surely it can't be a thumbs up. They've changed the emoji construct in the new iPhones. It, it's harder to get. I think it's harder to get a couple of the. Uh, Go-to emojis now. They've kind of almost forced you into a whole new bunch of emojis. Right. Yeah, we're seeing. What, what are your regular go-tos? You're a I, thumbs up. Eh? I'm the I'm the she'll be apples sort of oh, Huey yeah. Bowman one. You know, that's it. that means yeah. it. Cool, cool, You're cool. You're like a confused sort of uh, emoji, confused, facing the hands out. Always confused. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the th- is there any world and you think the thumbs up's offensive? No. In no circumstances <laughs> would someone give me the thumbs up and I'd think that they were being derogatory. That wasn't the strangest thing that I saw happen this week. On <laughs> what else happened? The world's dirtiest man was unlucky, wasn't he? <laughs> Did you see that? I got a glimpse of it. Yeah. yeah. The world's dirtiest man died in Iran at 94, just a few months after his first wash in 65 years. <laughs> he ate roadkill and smoked a pipe for, um, filled with, you know, what, for years. He didn't bathe for half a century. And then he's passed away having a bath. Talk about how stiff he did need to be. So are they saying that the bath... Killed him? Oh, that's coincidence. Oh, that he had his a, first bath in 65 well, years. 94, and... I think it's a reasonable assumption. But talk about uh, unbelievable. The other, the other bit of irony, did you see that uh, poor old TJ lost a chomper? Yes. Can you believe this? <laughs> and made the, made the mistake of letting it known on the Today Show as well. He might have got through on this. He was going to get Daily Mail the second he said that on the Today Show. 100%. Yeah. He lost one of his chompers on Thursday night when he was eating, get this, chocolate bullets at home. <laughs> he had several chocolate bullets in his mouth And he thought that's a hard one And he spat out a tooth he told page 13 Turns out it was a tooth he had fixed decades ago He's gone, he's gone down with a chomper So it wasn't one of his big veneers It was another <laughs> tooth oh. Sometimes you just got to keep something secret Hachi, I reckon. How, how much bad luck can one person have I though? know So he's a, he's a chomper down So there you go TJ's gone down. Speaking of page 13, we both had a rough run in page 13. I saw you were – there was a, a quote attached to you mm. today that you say you've never even heard of. B-D-E. Yep. Now, anyone that knows me knows that I've I've never – I didn't know what it meant, so I had to Google it. So in the paper today, it says that you spoke of the B-D-E in the room yesterday. Yes. And you've never heard of that I, before. I, I had not heard of it either. I Googled it. Yeah. It didn't come up straight away on Google. So I messaged a mate and I said, what is BDE? Yep. And he told me. Yep. And that is language that I've never used or heard. There you go. So we've been pretty stiff today. We're going to take your calls in a moment. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. A big a big show this morning. Picks Flicks. Uh, I'm going to get you to do the honours in a moment. We want your Saturday list. I think your Saturday list today is definitely your Dogs Derby Day Commandments. And a whole lot more ahead this morning, right around Australia for tyre power, where family safety rates number one in the McSpicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? This is Off the Bench. Welcome back, or good morning, depending where you're listening. This is Off the Bench right around Australia. It's great to have your company for McDonald's, of course. The McSpicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat and tyre power, where family safety rates number one? Old mate Pix is in Bali in the Bintang Singlet. And the dog, Campbell Brown, has swayed in, of course. And uh, uh, for those, I think... Uh, welcome again to you, Ken, yes. by the way. And my and our apologies. We had a technical issue here in Melbourne. So some of you may not have heard the first segment. Our show goes out to 50 or 60 stations and it's gone to everywhere else other than seems here in Melbourne for the first 10 minutes due to a computer error. So our apologies. You can catch it on the podcast. 
Brownie's first story goes for about five or six minutes, so <laughs> allow enough time for it. But it's a good one around the moon, uh, marquee at the races today. And uh, we're off. And uh, Campbell is getting by the minute more excited about going today. He walked in genuine 50-50 chance this morning. He had the t-shirt and the shorts on. And then I noticed just as every ad break's gone on, another level of clothing racing attire has been added. And if the strides go on and the shorts come off, You'll be off to the races. Yeah, I'm yeah. leaning. I'm leaning that way as I look out the window. Uh, with every minute, it gets closer. So, uh, always an exciting day, Derby Day. It's great to see Melbourne back to life. We're going to take your calls too. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Wherever you're listening, right around Australia for the IMR Insurance Tradies Open Line. Get instant tradie insurance anytime with the tradies mate. That's IMR one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. What is it? Whatever's on your mind this morning. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. And a couple of things today. The call today will win a $100 Urban Alley Brewery voucher. You can celebrate Oaks Day at Urban Alley Brewery, Knox Ozone. Watch the race live on the big screens with food and drinks. Conditions apply. Uh, and, of course, I've also got a six-pack I'm sitting on still of SEN Track Beer to give away today. So happy to give away a six-pack of SEN Track Beer through the course of the uh, later on, maybe a little bit later on this morning as well. Uh, but in the meantime, picks flicks time. Picks Flicks for Chadston Kia. Pre-order now to avoid disappointment. Chadston Kia, pre-order now to avoid disappointment at Chadston Kia to avoid missing out at chadstonkia.com.au. This is Picks' sort of area, but you're in the so, chair. You're a little bit under underprepared, yeah, but you're going to do something for us on... gone a little bit rogue here. Um, I love watching a bit of a Netflix uh, sort of biopic. And at the moment, I, I listen to Spotify every single day, the music. Love the music. And there's a story on the, the creation of Spotify. It's a Swedish guy that was just living at home with his mother and, you know, in the, his bedroom. He was a wizard and he came up with a plan to revolutionise the, the music industry. You know, they were, they were staunch in sales of records and then they, someone set up the, the piracy um, page that everyone was downloading and it was causing all sorts of um, problems amongst music execs, and Daniel Eck got knocked back, knocked back, knocked back, but he had this product, Spotify, that he thought would change the world. Would change the world where you could, you don't need to go out and buy a CD anymore for one or two songs. You can just download it, choose those songs, type in the artist, get it, and put it in your playlist. And he nearly went broke. They knocked him back. They fought him. Legal threats, all sorts, eventually got across the line. Do you have a Spotify? Yep. I think everyone, everyone does now, yeah. don't they? It's, it's airborne. Yeah. Uh, absolutely flying. Really interesting if you're into that sort of How stuff. How many brown, uh, brown dog stars out of five? Oh, I'd give it four. Yep. And I love the product. It's it's the music equivalent of of Facebook, I yep. suppose. You know, yep. the, the way that you like those entrepreneurial style Netflix sort yeah, of. Yeah, because, because you've got to go back and see how many times they were knocked down, yep. knocked back. And didn't nearly work before they persevered and got it out there and, and changed the world. Because yep. it's not always smooth like the Uber sailing. series? Have you watched that? I haven't watched yeah, that. Is very, that good? Oh, outstanding. Yeah, as good yeah. as it gets. Travis Kalanick. Because anyone Apple, can come yeah. up with a genius idea, but then you've got to get yeah. it out there. Everyone's got an idea. So, I don't know. That's yeah. four and a half for me. I enjoyed it. There we go. Right, so that's Pix Flicks for Chadston Kia. Pre-order now to avoid disappointment. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight is the number to join the conversation through the course of the morning. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. That is the IMR Insurance Instant trade insurance anytime open line one three hundred twenty three fifty five 
48. Uh, we had a we actually caught up socially during the week. That's very rare for you and I. Yeah. We, we get along super well, of course. Oh, we, we do. I had a lot of time. But, you, you know, you work a lot and I, I travel around and, you know, you're, do my thing a, a lot. Why well, I say you walk between the raindrops. <laughs> so Wednesday night we had a... A little gathering for SE and Track to mark two and a half years and the Spring Carnival become an annual tradition on the Wednesday. There's yeah. about 20, 25. And you, you were the charge of the job of giving the speech. You're very comfortable as a speech giver, aren't you? Uh, yeah, if given enough time. Yep. And you gave me almost a week. You just sort of came to me and said, look, I want, a, I want a bit of a roast. Yep. And from that, I came up with a, a theme, a theme which yep. was... I thought it might be a bit hit and miss. I was nervous. Could you tell I was a bit yep. nervous? Well, because you'd gone with the political theme on the speeches. And it relied, and you were underestimating the intellect of the room. <laughs> you thought no one would understand the, all the different US politicians that were rolling out. I know. You thought it was a simple crowd, which I, I thought you disrespected your colleagues. Yeah, I might have a fraction, yeah. but they um, were right in tune. I put a lot of time and effort in to make sure I, yep. I got the politician and the yep. person from SEN Track yep. absolutely right. Yeah, give us a couple of your favourites. You well, I, straight off the top, uh, Tags, right? He's yep. our captain. Yep. He's a captain of the SEN Track. He's been in the game forever. He's. He's Joe Biden. Yep. He's the front man, but yep. might just lack some of the mental faculties to oh, actually there you go. sort of. <laughs> he's not the decision maker, put it that way. Oh, but he is our front man and our hero. <laughs> is that too harsh? Yeah. I, I thought your J Bond was pretty uh, spot on. J Bond? Yeah. Well, I, I likened him to Donald Trump. Yeah. Right? Unimpeachable. He's unimpeachable. You know, he's unpredictable, but he's brilliant. Yep. Um, I thought that, um, I thought for ages about Scoob, and there wasn't any particular politician jumping off the page at me. But then I, I stumbled across Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah, he's perfect on Bernie Sanders. Because Bernie, notoriously, not a big talker. Yeah, quite. He, he can be a bit grumpy. <laughs> you know, we, we know that Scoob um, doesn't sometimes want, doesn't speak. He, he doesn't really want to do it himself, but he doesn't like anyone else is doing it. Correct. Yeah. But fairness and reason yes. you know, underpin Social Bernie. Social justice. It's just on radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. on radio, a, a medium used yeah. for communication scoop. Sometimes you have to open your mouth and talk. Yep. <laughs> I liked it. So well done. Everyone, everyone got their own uh, politician on the. On do, do you remember who you were? I was the Ukraine. Yes. Yep. Vladimir Zelensky. Yep. Just our fearless leader. I, it was sure. a real pump I'm up, not, actually. It wasn't I'm a not, roast, not, that one. I think you meant we were getting invaded from everywhere, but anyway. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. 2355 He is a fearless leader. Uh, the Ukraine Prime Minister. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. We'll get to the Nash in a moment. James is on the line, though, I believe, from Point Cook. Welcome to Off the Bench this morning, James. Thanks, team. Uh, so there's a couple of names you were just mentioning, Bernie Sanders, and I thought uh, a politician that comes to mind who might be the political equivalent to the Spotify founder is Abe Lincoln, who certainly had a lot of knockbacks, including, you know, assassination, assassination attempts, losing a wife and, you know, lost multiple election attempts before he eventually got the uh, the gig um, in the White House. And um, you mentioned Sanders, Bernie Sanders. Uh, Colonel Sanders comes to mind as the food equivalent of someone that was persistent and uh, had some resilience to finally get his product accepted into store as well. So I just thought I'd uh, throw you. those into the mix. Thank as, you. Uh, Thank you, James. Yeah. Look, look what you've done. You've sparked a whole yeah, new tone of intellect. We've been 16 years of irreverence here, <laughs> yeah. and you've come along, and all of a sudden we're taking... Intense calls. <laughs> it's good though, yeah, because people <laughs> just see the success at one end and they don't understand the the, the struggles and the journey of some, yep. not others. You know, 
one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. I went back over your mum story and and Usain Bolt inviting you in to break your three year suspension at the birdcage. But how would you how would you be received there today if you turned up? Do you are you at are you at the point of birdcage where you're universally welcomed and accepted? Are you still a little bit on the nose? Think, are you seen as part of the social set now, or are you still kind of the anti-establishment guy? Time, how, do you, how do you see your social profile? Well, time heals all wounds, I'll say that, yep. to start with. Um, I, I definitely see myself as – I don't get any invites to any of the marquees. I, I can see that, yeah. But there's yep. an understanding that if I do rock <laughs> up, they let me in. Under duress, yep. but they welcome me not with open they arms. Kind of, the, the, those on the door sort of look at you and say – I know you're going to end up in here somehow. <laughs> I've got a choice here whether to be to be defiant, yeah. and then and I know he's going to come back at me, or yeah. whether I just wave him through. So I never get and deal with it later. I never get too upset when I check um, my emails or my letterbox yep. in the months leading up to Derby Day because I know now that the invites from all those great places they're not going to come. Yep. But I will be there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it, one one on the politics for you. The suggestion is you're more. Um, uh, well, Tags and you both more like Bob Hawke. Uh, <laughs> kind of larrikin and gets away with a bit more than they should. Uh, the Nash is with us. We'll get some early markets, and then we'll get your uh, dog's commandments after the break. For sports bets, same race multi. We combine multiple runners in the same race for, for bigger odds. Conditions apply. As we welcome you in, Nash, any early market movers today ahead of the Victoria Derby? Well, the Derby's going to be a ripper, and Berkeley Square's the favourite. At $3.40, that's where it opened up. Sharp and smart, going for four in a row at three fifty in from three ninety. Mr Maestro, going for four in a row as well. Six out to seven. And Pericles, which I don't mind, fourth up for James coming. $7.50, it opened up at $8.50. Uh, best of the day for me, comes up in race eight, number 14, La Creek. It's $2.20 in from three ten at the moment. And uh, just a... I wanted bigger odds. Race three, number 14, Melbourne Storms, about 19. I think it's a pretty good each-way play today. Thanks, thanks, Nash. We'll talk to you at 10.50 this morning. Nathan Brown joining us from Sportsbet there as well. Just a couple off the temper text this morning, the 40 Winks temper text before we go to the break. What was the name of the Spotify show again? The actual name? Um, uh, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, can't exactly preview it. If you go to Netflix and search Spotify, it'll come up. Yep. Yeah. If you know what it is on the 40 Winks Just let us know. You've reviewed a show you don't know the name of. <laughs> I thought the people were... It's Derby Day. You know, we've got, so we've got a head sort of halfway. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll get you the name after the break on Off the Bench. Right around Australia, it's great to have you come to you on Derby Day for Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. You're with Off the Bench, right around Australia. It is great to have you come to you for Tire Power. The buying power puts the power in your lane. The McSpicy range at Macca's. Can you handle the heat? McDonald's, of course, great partners of the VRC, and you'll see them very active on track right around the week as well. one 48 is the IMR Tradies Insurance Open Line, one 48 The name of the show is The Playlist. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And in fairness to Zipper, he had it up on the screen. I wasn't sure if it was a new segment about the start or not. Or whether it was reflective of our start this morning. So I didn't read it out, but it's the playlist yes, on of course. Netflix. Uh, do I take Tony from Endeavour Hills very quickly before we get into our Saturday list? G'day, Tony. Morning, how are you going? Good, Tony. Yeah, this day every year I reflect on my grandfather, Jack Ross, uh, in 1970, he owned a race horse and only won three races and they won three derbies in the one year. The VRC derby, the Queensland derby and the Sydney derby. Wow. What year was that, yeah. Tony? 
1970s, Silver Sharp. Wow, what a performance. And uh, your dear grandfather? Uh, yep, he owned the Flagstaff Hotel, oh, which is now uh, which is in Bridges, I think. Fantastic. Do you pause and reflect today and remember him? Yep, that's what I'm doing. Every year I do this. We've got photos of, you know, they, they travelled over to England and met the Queen and that was all with it because of that horse. And uh, we've got all photos of them over at Epsom and that. Good on you, Tony. Will you go out today or you stay home and watch it on the telly? Listen to no, the no, no. Yeah, I'll be on, watching on telly. Yep. Used to go years ago, but not anymore. Good on you, Tony. Congratulations to, you, to your grandfather and his memory. Thanks, mate. Tony from Endeavour Hills joining us this morning off the bench. It's Saturday list time, uh, dog. Time for a Saturday list. Thanks to Deliver It. Deliver It can implement a digital menu, online ordering, and at table ordering within days. Free setup and fast turnaround. It's the Saturday list. And Deliver It, trusted by Victorian restaurants for over 25 years. It is Saturday list time. Uh, one through nine today, starting yeah. with nine, counting up to one. And it, it's the dog's commandments of Derby Day. And I hope this helps you. Um, strategically move your way through the day, yep. it's meant to help you. So you, you think a lot of people don't think, plot their way through. They, they don't. And, yeah. and for many, many years, I didn't either, and I had to learn all these lessons the hard way. <laughs> so the first one I'll say is you're going so to be... Num- number nine. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We go nine up to yeah. one. Number nine, it's a really simple one. Yep. But you're going to run into a lot of people out there that you know, you, you, you half know. Yep. You've, you've met them, but you've forgotten. So yep. you need to word up... A friend of yours. Have a go-to friend. That you've told in advance that... Um, He's the reminder. Yeah, so you see someone coming, you're not quite sure of their name. Yep. You're just a little bit, oh, what is it? I'm not going to go with it straight away. Yeah. You go, Willie. This is Jack. This is Jack. Yep. And he sticks his hand out and says, oh, I'm Jack. And you then say, Craig, good to see you, Jack. And then you think, hey, Craig, how and then are you, re- And then you reach for their name really quickly afterwards. Really quickly. Yeah, like I thought, you I thought were you about to. Craig. Yeah, yep. That's so you, important. You've got to have your go-to mate that plays that role. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think that's a crucial one. It's a selfless role, but um, I reckon a good two or three back overs, too, just to like you just drown them in their name for the next minute correct. or two, just to make you know. I reckon that's the play. It's a really simple yep. strategy, you but a lot of yep. it, it gets. Well, it's forgotten. unavoidable, Toby. People you haven't seen for three years. I'm with you, number nine. Thought it should have been higher. To be honest, um, so you, number but, eight. Yep. Again, there's going to be a lot of people on track. A hundred thousand. Yep. They're going to be texting you, "Hey, mate, where are you? Let's catch up." Yep. Um, Avoid specific time. Oh, I'm with you on this. So, yes. yeah, mate, love to catch you later yep. after race seven. Yep. Um, but if The you... racetrack is not a place for a clock. Difficult. It's a place for what's on next. Yeah. Next to go. No clock. And when you've got someone who's fastidious and says, I'll meet you at 2.30 for a drink, it, it can play on your mind in the, in the heat of the battle. Mm. I'm with you on this. There's no place for a clock at the race course, number you, eight. You might be mid-conversation. Yes. You might get caught on your way there with the best intentions yes. in your 15, you 20 minutes late. You and then you go, oh, I've got to go. Oh, he's quite he's sticky, he's a sticker for time, this guy. Correct. Got to be there at 2.30. So, I'm with you. No time commitments. There's going to be a lot of... Uh, number seven. A lot of people out there on the track today, and, and some are, are going to be trying to approach uh, some, some women and tell them, you know, I, I love your dress. Yep. That just comes across as you know a little bit awkward, a little bit untoward. Yep. But, What's the way around that? But if you then follow that up with something that shows a little bit of knowledge in the topic. Yep. So I love your dress. Is that Thurley? Is that an Oscar de la Renta? Jeez, you must have been dressed by <laughs> Lana Wilkinson today. The way you look beautiful, right? You throw a brand or two in. 
Yeah, or... Even if it's not that brand, no, you, you, don't, get, you don't get held accountable You've got no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, is that, a, is that a peplum you've got with a dress right? And they then laugh and yeah. think, have a listen to this idiot. Yeah. But it breaks the ice. The ice is broken. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't come across, you know, as a fool. It's risky. You need to be... You need to be like it. Well, just Google a few names. I don't think you go with that on debut. You got to, You need to be have, have been around the block a few times at the races before you start rolling out brands. Do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a big uh, yeah, Oscar De La Renta guy, seasons. you know, <laughs> which, which is the, the, the top seven. echelon. Number um, seven. Group quaddies, you know, Number if you six, go out yeah, there today, must. don't be selfish. Don't go up and put your own yep. quaddy on and come back with the ticket and go, oh, guys, have a look at this. But avoid the, I'll fix you up later, but count me in guy. Yeah, because... They don't exist. They, the, the chance of getting square on those is very, very, very low. They're the guy that never follows up to pay you, no. but if you do land the quality... First in the queue. Uh, and they want the cash on the day. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So, so we've all we got all, a mate like that. We've all met them. Group quaddies. Download the quaddie app, by the way. You can get Campbell's quaddie this morning. you got to be... Number op- five? Well... Not big on the numbers, eh? Number five? Be opportunistic. Uh, yep. Try your luck into sneaking into areas. A champagne yep. bar here, the bird cage there. Yep. If you don't try, yep. you don't know. I agree. And you'll be you'll be quite surprised at how lax security yep. are. A few, a few, I think a few to think about in that area. If you aren't sneaking, I think uh, being over familiar, uh, the quarterback sneak. Yeah, just yep. literally just quarterback sneak. I reckon it's always underrated the quarterback yep. sneak, and look like you're the person who's actually in charge because there's always that seed of doubt in the security's mind that you might actually be correct. They, Nine times out of ten, think you're not, but just that one out of ten is your friend, I reckon. Sometimes, As a, from my back, I retired fifteen years ago, as you know, <laughs> from memory. Um, so we're up to, to get everyone through here. Yeah. Come on, move through, guys. Just give it a little bit of over, over demonstrative. Yep, rush them through. Yep. Um, so number four. Yep. Find your spot, your, your location that you can base yourself throughout the course must. of the day. It's yep. a must. You no, say to all your friends, this is where we're going to be. Yep. And then you can go off and do your little individual things, but we always come back here. Yeah. Base is important. I'll go a step further. Chair real estate. Take available chair, sacrifice jacket, be cold to to get the chair real estate. Remember with chair real estate, yep. this, like if you know, you go to a bar of a hundred people with 16 chairs or 20 high tops. Yeah. Real estate is key. It is. And you can always upgrade your chair if a better one becomes available, but it's very hard to get in the chair market. Correct. So I always think chair real estate is key on the base. Really good point. I I, I didn't I oversaw that point, so I didn't. You, when you get there today, if you see an available chair, jacket on back, just spread a few phone charges or things out, just make yourself very comfortable, and then you've got the base to defend from. Do you think there's any way that you put the jacket on the back of a chair yep. and someone else can claim that throughout the course of the no, day at all. It's a, it's a, yeah, it goes back generations. The, chair, yep. the jacket is, is ownership. It's trump card. It's ownership. Yeah. And it's also it's a, it's a, it's a friendly position to, to start the uh, debate. What about though, if you just gradually knocked the jacket off, so it was on the floor. And then when they came back and said, Hey, you're sitting in my chair, you go, Oh mate, well, the jacket was on the ground. Only, I wasn't only you'd try that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually seen anyone rail against the chair. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, number three, yeah. get a photo in front of the roses and the Flemington sign because if you didn't do that, you didn't go. It's just the right thing to do, you think? Yep. I think you'll see them You're lining a bit up. You're an Instagrammer, though. You're an Insta story guy. I'm not an Insta story guy. Yeah, but it's just good memories, you know, for future years. Future years. Yep. You'll see a lot of people lining up for that. Specific yep. photo. They'll be on today. So you break that as high as three. That's three. Yep. That's a, yeah, it's a must. Um, 
Number two, I know that Derby Day is a black and white themed dress code. It is. But I believe you can wear whatever you want. You can go rogue. I don't believe in tradition, especially attire. You're an anti-establishment guy. A little bit. <laughs> so um, I've got a sort of navy blue jacket. Have you really? Yeah, and, and, and suit. Yeah. So you, you reckon don't ignore the custom. Yeah, I didn't even really know that there were specific uh, – my partner Claire's big on this. Yeah, I had no idea. For years, I was Did, just rolling in. Yeah, yeah. Where, is there not, it's not like a website where you can check these. Things, nah, but Derby Day's always black and white. Yep. But we've got to move. But there's, there's one for Cup Day now and Oaks, and how do you know? Exactly. Yep. So therefore, you just do whatever you want. Yep. <laughs> and and th- no, this number is one. Roll, this please. is a big one for me in particular. I know a lot of people go to the races and don't like to have a bet or whatever, but place your bets over coffee in the morning because. There's been situations before that yeah. I've been at the track. Social. Oh, I forgot that was running. Correct. Yep. Or there's so many people in the one area, yep. so densely compact that the communications, are, you can't get into your app. You can't scroll through and look at your field. Yep. You can't get your bets on. Yep. And you're getting increasingly frustrated and anxious and nervous yep. because Wi-Fi your, and, your tip yeah. that you're going to put on, you know, for race four. Someone's the, relying on you. So. Yeah, I'm big on this too. Get, Within your means, in the morning. Always responsibly. Yep. But then they're on. You know they're and on. And then you're not re- actually retrading them either because you're just laying out your budget for the day as Correct. opposed to reinvesting what you don't have, right? There's been one occasion at the Magic Millions. I got a tip from Danny O'Brien. He tipped me yep. on the Thursday. Yep. I waited until three minutes before jump, before yep. I went to place my bet, and I couldn't get couldn't, on. couldn't get on. Only to see this horse bolt in at four to one. Oh, no. And I mean, I don't have myself to blame, but it's it's not a great way to start the day if you if you you miss a bit. Well, it ruins your whole day. So and also, my commandments. It also speaks to the theory of there's no no clock at a race course. If your bets are on in advance in the morning, doesn't nothing matters. It does not matter what time it is. Oh, also one more you missed, I reckon. Yeah. If you have a role in your WhatsApp or punters club, yeah, hand it over to that. Don't don't play that role on venue. Okay. You you just you're letting yourself down. You're letting your mates down. You got to you got to bring in the two I see today, right? Yeah, in charge of the punters club yeah. or whatever. Just even if you're rostered on, just trade it out for another day because you don't you're not in you're not you know you're not you're not in, in control of the group. Yeah, and then and then you're held accountable for things that go wrong, and you wake up the next day and go, oh, I got caught talking for twenty minutes again. No clock on the race course. Yeah, there we go. No, nah, it's a good the dog's commandments. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That'll the get you out strat- of trouble. The friend strategy at nine. Uh, the avoid time commitments, the dress brands, the group quality, the opportunistic areas, the base, the roses, the, the anti-establishment on the dress code and the bets on in the morning is the dog's commands. We'll put that up on uh, our Off The Bench team. You'll also hear the first segment, the, lo- the famous lost first segment you can hear this morning on our Off The Bench uh, podcast as well. Third person self-congratulator of the year is up next on Off The Bench. Off The Bench around Australia, there'd be, well, good feedback to Brown Dog's Commandments Day. The phone charger was the missing piece, of course, in the strategy around that. The Signet is the way to get around that, by the way, if you haven't uh, already worked that out. Magnificent. Right, uh, let's go. It's time now for... The Malcolm Blight Snap. Medal for the third person self-congratulator of the year. One, two, three... We're just a content king. You've actually won a medal, haven't you? A Best of Ferris. Yeah, I, I think it's called the Malcolm Blight Medal. No. All the effort behind the scenes. Yeah. It's like, I'm like Mayweather, mate. I'll just come here and make magic happen. Things are going really well. Like, really, really well. 
Actually, we're killing it. We're airborne. You can get Dwayne's word on Twitter. You can get Dwayne Russell on Twitter. You can get Dwayne Russell on Instagram if you want to have a look at, you know, whatever I'm doing. Over daytime. Over daytime, all right. He's right there in the he's on the six line of betting at the moment. One forty five blight, one thirty four Fitzmagic. Tag at one thirteen. Old mate pick sixty seven. And the Brown Dog having a good year, fifty seven in fifth spot, your best year yet. Of course, uh going beautifully at the moment. Uh, this is into its uh eighth year. Uh thirty vote week, must be said. Kane Corns, he's run off to New York, but he runs into the votes here with two. To get into the New York Marathon, you have mm. to tick off certain criteria. Is that right? Yeah, I was fortunate. I went across in 2019 and did the half marathon. Um, and as you know, Kingy, I'm pretty fast. So that got me a qualifying. T- <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you're pretty well, quick. I'm pretty, I'm pretty fast. So that got yeah. me a qualifying time. There you go. Two votes to Kane Corns to kick us off. Four votes. Tim Gossage for this. I was a wicketkeeper, believe it or not, oh. six foot seven, and I was big down the leg side stumping. <laughs> and I don't know if you know, Josh, oh. three weeks in a row, nine for eight, seven for one, seven for none. How old, how old was, you were, Gossage? I was, uh, I was um, nine playing under 12. <laughs> well, you were nine. No one cares. <laughs> I was playing up, and I've got the trophies to prove it, mm. okay? And they're with my mum yeah. and dad. And they're more available when we do a tour of the Gossage household. Yeah. You're more than welcome to come and have a look. Four votes. No yeah. doubt about it. Any trophy won uh, under 13 years of age are irrelevant. Four votes. See, yours, you, Campbell. Yes, Mate, you. What? You. Play the music, Tomo. It's going to bolt in. Look at the big screen because this race is over. So we're tipping the card, baby. God damn it. This could be my greatest achievement. $3.70. Lightning flash comes second. It was well back, but they left the money in the bag because they didn't follow the brown dog. Oh, no. <laughs> Four. Oh. Trophies under 13 are irrelevant. That's another, <laughs> another wisdom, pearl of wisdom from the brown dog this morning. Uh, six votes. Gee, he's done it. He's done it. David Taggart moves from 113 to 119 on the back of this. Come on, my son. Come on, St. Bathans. Milo, Come on, you Cap. can't win. Come on, the Come, Cap. On, Cap. Come on, St. Bathans. Here we go, baby. Here we go. The tagster's on. <laughs> Best of the day. Took an odds on pop. Never take me on. Never take me on. That's why I'm the number one tipster in the industry. Go on, my son. Anyone that can listen, I'm here. <laughs> oh, David Gately and Mark Hunter <laughs> yeah. and Dean Lester all yeah. say hi. <laughs> number one in the industry. <laughs> He's the best industry there you go but two lots of seven to finish with uh, i couldn't go past well he brings up he's 150 he's well out in front he kicked another bag of seven the great malcolm blight 152 yeah i must say i did call for a little while i did special comments for years and years and years i actually called a final series in melbourne uh, some years ago i saw phil carman players i actually played a year with him he came to north melbourne in 1982 he played i played full forward and he played forward pocket and in fact, I actually swapped jumpers yeah. with Peter Bedford. He wore 13, oh, and so did I, in a state game. I've, yeah. got, I've got a 13 jumper from him, uh, one of Brown, obviously, yeah. and also. Yeah. David, oh, thanks yeah, for. We'll th- get there. Yeah, thanks for asking where mine are. Yeah, mine are at the MCG, actually, in the <laughs> your Hall of Fame Museum. <laughs> Seven. But a drum roll to finish. Uh, we wish him well today. He's the best man for the occasion. That can't be disputed. He's uh, one of the best toasts Australia's produced, probably. But he moves from 14 to 21. I tell you what, when he gets on a roll on the PR circuit, the names can drop. I speak of one Edward Maguire.
Bruce McEvaney, who is just mm. a genius at what he does. And uh, Bruce and I were out for dinner the other night and we were talking yesterday and laughing about the, the last time we worked on the Melbourne Cup together. He was calling it and I was at the barrier. You know, last night I was at a function and you, you, with Danny O'Brien and uh, James Cummings and Ed Cummings and, and, and all the, the international trainers. And tomorrow, for example, Kingy, I'm going to be doing an interview with a, a, a young trainer. He had a bit of success as a football coach called uh, Dennis Pagan. <laughs> and Sir Alex Ferguson is going to be there, I think, on Tuesdays. And the fabulous Francesca Camani as well. There you go. There's a couple. You can drop drop a name. On a roll, he's as good as there, as ever probably have ever produced. Oh, Sir Alex Ferguson going Tuesday. Yeah. That's well, a good he's, in, he's in Sydney. I saw he was at MacArthur yesterday. The is, is that right? Football club. Yeah. I'm gonna um I'm gonna try and that's your hustle photo. Yeah, yeah, hustle a photo with Sir that's Alex. Your, that's your time. Read his book. Yeah. You can bring him into our marquee if you if you've seen him. Yeah. Sir Alex? Where he threw it. He kicked a boot off the floor, and it and it cut David Beckham's face. Do you remember that? That was the start of their rift. Was it really? Yeah. I didn't. I've saw a documentary on him on a plane recently, but I didn't see that bit. But uh, I'll refresh myself. That's my goal for there Tuesday. You go. um, so sorry to all the parents out there listening who were so proud of their kids under the age of thirteen. <laughs> They've got a trophy. Campbell's deemed them irrelevant. Thirteen and under. Oh boy, Margaret's after ten. Whole lot more to come. And more of your calls on the IMR Trades Insurance Open Line. Off the bench for Maccas, the McSpicy Ranger Maccas. Can you handle the heat and tyre power? Where family safety rates number one. And a big warm welcome if you're dialing in for the first time around regional Australia in particular, wherever you might be listening through Voice FM in Ballarat, the mighty KLFM in Bendigo. Of course, uh, if you're listening through the Super Radio Network in New South Wales and Southern Queensland, the SEN Track Network or beyond, you're listening to Off the Bench. It's great to have your company. And Campbell Brown is in the chair today for Old Mate Picks, who's away on the Bintang Singlet for the McSpicy Range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat and for Thai Power Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer? Hello again to you, the man affectionately known as the dog. Uh, great to be here, Hutchie. Appreciate the call up. And um, I hope he's enjoying himself over there, sunning sunning himself. Pickers. Yep. I can almost uh, run the routine of what the, each day looks like. The same, it'll be like Groundhog Day. <laughs> the same thing will happen at the same time every day. <laughs> the body loves routine. <laughs> yes. Oh, mate, Pixie. He'll get up. <laughs> There'll be tacos in the afternoon. It'll be beer o'clock at three o'clock. Sometimes two. <laughs> There'll be a bit of fresh air involved. 10.30, 12.30, 2.30. And uh, then he'll end up in the singlet by the pool about five. Anyway, we hope he's having a good time. Our sports update, by the way, is for Omnia Specialties, experts in soil health and crop nutrition, uh, and all happening this weekend. We've got Derby Day today, Melbourne Cup on Tuesday, T20 World Cup. If you just tuned in, washed out last night, Australia and England. It was a disaster. It was there, and uh, it was a disaster. And then New Zealand versus Sri Lanka at 7 o'clock, and India versus South Africa tomorrow. And then the NBL tonight. Illawarra and Melbourne at 5.30, and then Sydney and Cairns at 8 o'clock. So a ripping weekend of sport for Omnia Specialties, experts in soil health and crop nutrition. Contact your local specialist agronomist today. And uh, the Perth Wildcats beaten by a point last night, Brownie. Were you upset? Stayed up for that. And, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, annoying, to be honest. Mm. Do you get angry? I was frustrated last night. Yeah, we're in front with... 20 seconds to go, 15 seconds to go. Screaming at the tally sort of stuff? Not, or? not screaming, but just you know, watching and thinking, oh, here we go. This is surely you're not going to. It's happened twice with the South East Melbourne Phoenix. Then the Creek makes two. Creek was fantastic, makes two points. And we're down by one. We get the last shot of the game. And 
they rim me out a lot in that situation. They? <laughs> <laughs> Need a little bit of luck along the way, but so it goes. It's 10 past 10 pretty much now, uh, Brownie. So you know what happens at 10 past 10? I 10. certainly do. Yep. We call Margaret. Yep. At 10 past 10 on a Saturday morning, she no longer needs to call us. We call her. Campbell Brown, lovely boy. There was a dog on the field, but there you go. <laughs> when all those boys, those blue boys running around with beautiful haircuts. Hello, Margaret. Hello, Carol. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I've been watching bowls. Be interested in how I put down some beautiful bowls from the chair. And apologies to Miles. I didn't think his name was Andrew. I loved you, Miles. It's time for a magic moment with Margaret. <laughs> And we've gone for the uh, alternate intro today because of that famous first line. <laughs> it's the perfect way to be described. Yeah. Imagine yeah. being a lovely boy on the field and a dog off it. That'd be terrible. <laughs> so, thank you, Margaret. Morning, sweetheart. <laughs> Good morning. I'm sorry, Campbell, for that, but you know you were a I, devil on the ground. <laughs> I know. You never have to apologise, Margaret. You were. You were. We had to really hold our breath when you were after us, I tell you. Especially the Carlton boys. I loved getting after them. I know. <laughs> I know you were, you were anyway, but you were still a good footballer, Campbell. I always put that in. A lovely boy, but a <laughs> dog on the field. <laughs> How, How have you been? Field? How have you been, Margaret? Not too bad, uh, uh, I had a great week listening to all the cricket, but a bit disappointed with the washouts, but uh, feel, can't help but feel sorry for the Pakistanis. My God, can you believe they got beat on the last ball each game? I, I was really exciting foot, uh, cricket, but um, never mind. They'll live again. Have you, en- uh, have you enjoyed having it on the radio? When ra- are we going to play? Have you enjoyed having it on the radio every night? Oh, loved it, loved it. Yes, ra- really great. Really great. Mm. The drama. Oh, Gossie's been fabulous. I like, love listening to him. Do you really? Hello? Yes, can you hear us, Margaret? No, I can now, very crackly, but I can. I'll oh. strain my, my ears. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But <laughs> I was saying, you, you think Tim Gossie's has done a good job? Oh, he's done a mighty job. Really, really good. Him and, and uh, Hoggy, I think, so I'm with him, yep. isn't he? Yep. Yeah, they're good, quite good. Quite good. Gossy makes it exciting. Mm. Ma- Margaret, oh, what about... I've, I've enjoyed it. Ma- the the Australian cricket team, especially the top order, I- I'm sure that some of them would have been happy that there was a washout last night, such as their, I their bet form they would at the have moment. Been. I, bet they've been, I bet their knees are worn out, but praying. <laughs> what, what... I bet they've really... They've got a... It's too late to change now. I mean, they've got to stick with what they've got, and maybe the Cricket gods will be kind to them and give them a few runs, but uh, oh, I was worried. I was worried about the game, but uh, when it was a washout, I was sort of pleased, but I thought, oh, not really. It's better to get it over and done with and see how they're going. But uh, what will happen now? Will they just get points each for that game, or will they replay it? No, they won't replay it, is my understanding, so it's just it's a split. It's points. points. They're in a bit of a split spot. The a bit well, of a spot, aren't they, the Aussies from here? Well, they're lucky to get out of it that way, I think. What words of advice would you be giving the top order? If, if you could sit down with them right now, what do you say to, you know, Glennie Maxwell and uh, Aaron Finch and Mitch Marsh? Give us some inspiration. Well, well, they've just they've got to really, really concentrate. Concentrate and, and, and think big. I mean, God, they're... 
They really got to concentrate. That's not what, what can I say to them? You know, that's concentrate. For God's sake, look where you're stepping. Forget those stupid sweep shots all the time. <laughs> Play proper cricket. Turn the bat out. Give us the face of the bat. Let's look at it. Let's look at the bat. And, Do you want Smith, and, uh, Smith back in? I don't think Smith's a T20 player myself. No? He pokes around too long. And, you know, you can't poke around for half an hour to get going. You've got to get going right from the word go. Uh, I don't think he's a T20 player. The only thing is he runs. He keeps running and running and running, and they might mount up. No, I think that the, there's plenty of good cricketers out there, you know, that can slog away, and they're waiting for the... For the uh, for the nod, and they're not getting it, and, and there's quite a few of them. We know them as D- McDermott, there's there's Philippe, and there's uh, there's a few players out there that could that could be trained into this spot. And, uh, I think uh, um, our boy's over the hill. Finch is over the hill, really. It's a lovely fella, nice like the dog on the field, <laughs> but a nice fella. <laughs> just before, on the other, Hopeless on the ground. On the other teams. Um, just a word, if you can, on your observations on India and their effort, Pakistan and uh, their failings, and then any of the other teams you've taken a bit of a shine to. Ireland's not too bad. Ireland's, I thought they they did very well. Ireland, I thought Netherlands. No, they needn't have turned up. The prick, Pringle was a drip on the field. He <laughs> dropped a couple of rare catches, just fell out of his hand like buddy. You know, Pringle was a drip. But uh, so the Netherlands needn't have turned up, I don't think. Uh, Zimbabwe, they're hanging in there. They're all right, but uh, no. What about... Well, and as for India, uh, well, they've really switched on India. That Coley, I'm sure he's got batteries running through him all the time. I'm over him a bit, but uh, he loves himself. He loves Coley best. <laughs> However, he's a good cricketer and he concentrates. You think he's a bit fond of himself? Oh, he loves himself. Oh, do you see when he takes a catch, he turns straight to the crowd and, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah, he does. He does. He loves himself, Coley. Well, they love him too. Yeah, I, I and no doubt I would too if he was Australian. Hey, hey, uh, last one on the cricket. The Tim May, Tim Payne story, who's a great favourite of yours, of course, he rang you on your birthday on your 90th, has emerged yes, this week. He talked he about did. his pain at the way he feels he was treated. We heard a bit more about the insights into that during the week. I'm not sure if you heard much of it or not, but what, what, are, your, what are your thoughts? I did hear it, Jess. What do you think? Well, I think that they did hang him out to dry a bit. I don't think that it should have been brought out like they did, and I don't think he should have been... I don't think he should have sacked, been sacked or, or him retire, retire like he did. I think they did hang him out to dry a bit. I didn't think there was a great deal in it, to tell you the truth. He's a nice bloke and a good cricketer, and by God, we've missed him. We we, we really have. He's a, he's a good man, so I'm sure he'll... We really have, and we couldn't we do with him now at the moment when this, this damn COVID's about... And, yeah, okay. Maybe it was a good thing it was washed out last night because I don't think uh, Wadey could have been too crash hot if he's got symptoms of COVID. So weird seeing... I was there last and night. And then Samba coming back after four days, so he wouldn't be on top of the world either. So maybe it was a, maybe we're lucky to get split points. Seeing him walk around on the ground in the mask was so weird. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it's still an adjustment to the... 
to the mind a little bit, I think. Yeah. Now, um, the, the race is unfortunately uh, Margaret's banner scratched today. It uh, was the second emergency, so we'll, we will get it another run though. So don't worry, it'll get it'll have another run at some stage, and then we'll work through the next plan together, you and I, as the owners. Uh, but Cup Week, how do you feel about the? What do you like in the Cup? Have you had a look? Well, I'm going to back Campbell's good thing. Cross. What was it? Cross Campbell. What was the name again? King's Crossing. Yes. Thank you, Margaret. King's Crossing. I'm going to have a go at that. Have a little Have a little each way my, go at that at $40. My phantom bookie, bookie said, look, you can have what you like on it, and I will. I'll splurge. <laughs> Lovely. Will, you, splurge will you have a real bet, or will you get the scooter out and go down to the local shop? Or what Well, I am going to have a real bet today because my neighbour, a lady up the road has befriended me, and... Uh, and she tells me, she told me that her daughter has a an account. Uh, I think something like you can have. She because she's got an account with the phone. And she said, if I'd like to have a bet on the races today, that she'll put it on for me. And I said, oh, I'd love to. So I'm going to have Kings Crossing. Righto. Is there anything else I should ever go at? <laughs> I, I think in race number one, Margaret, if you're going to be really keen. Um, good friend of mine uh, has got a horse called Tijuana um, and it's been yeah. racing brilliantly. This preparation was, you know, it wasn't too far away last start in the Caulfield Guineas. So I think it at $4.40, jump from barrier two, good. go forward. It'll be, a, it'll be the one that they've got to run down. Okay. That'll do. That'll do. Now that sounds good. That's a good aim because our little jockey that rides Margaret, her name is Tijuana. T- something like that. Tiani, yeah. And then, anyway. uh, ironically, you gave her the Tijuana off the, <laughs> from riding the horse. Oh, <laughs> oh shush. Did, you, did you kick little Chapman got, off? Shush. <laughs> Listen, do you know what I did? Do you know what I did this week? Uh, the Rocky took me back to where I used to live and have a look around, and I visited it. Can I give a plug to a bakery? Yes. A bakery in O'Hay Street, Cove, Pasco Vale. A suburbia block turned into a bakery. You know, the next door neighbours and across the road all live there just the same. You can't get into the street for cars at times. But it's not only a bakery now. It's been there for, for as long as I can remember. They started off as young people and then... Their kids took it over, and their their kids and their grandkids, and so on. It's now a delicatessen, a wine shop, a great selection of wines, all in the suburbia street. The Hayes Bakery, what a shop! How good did you? What did you have a vanilla slice? What a shop. But no, the Rocky had a, uh, <laughs> a coconut rough, little dainty. You could serve all sorts of beautiful cakes. He's very plain with these cakes. A coconut dainty and a, and a, that very thin bread cut with the almonds in it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. That he had a, he yep. bought a packet of that. Went berserk a bit buying in there. Spent quite a bit of money, but he bought, he bought that. And, of course, the boys have been talking about the grandmother ham on the radio, uh, Gary and Timmy. I've been buying the grandmother ham for 20-odd years. It's just ham to die for. And, of course, we bought a few slices of the grandmother ham.
to take home in their bread rolls. It was just delicious. Well, well done. A beautiful shop to win. If you're ever yep. out that way, you go into the O'Hayes Bakery. Well, he's good on the fang. Uh, I knew there'd be something yep. in it for Rocky. Sound, <laughs> sound a bit suspicious. <laughs> I'll take Mum back to where she used to live. And, oh, it's a live and breathe. The best bakery in town's all of a sudden. It sounds like he was uh, going to the bakery we did, we... anyway. <laughs> good on you, Margaret. Well done, yeah, Margaret. I he would have been going to the bakery. Uh, you, you're not a real horse <laughs> owner. Un- you're not a real horse owner unless until you've kicked a, a jockey off the horse. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you've got to give him a bit of. Bit of, bit of doing, haven't you, Campbell? You, you yes. certainly do. If they're not getting <laughs> the job get done, into them and tell them what to do. Not to, not to get boxed in and get out on the outside. Don't for God's sake, don't get yourself stuck on the fence. Not much good doing that. Exactly. And not much good cracking the whip too late either. You've got to give them a little nudge at the right time. Have you got a Have you got a little song to finish with? A little song this morning. Well, what? Better could we sing this morning than this? I've got to stop laughing to sing it. When Irish eyes are smiling, sure tis like the morn in spring. In the tilt of Irish laughter, you can hear the angels sing. Well, what a win they had against the Poms. They really got caught, didn't they, on the hop? Well done. Bye, darling. Have a great day. You too, boy. Good back in Campbell. Good riding. Thanks, Bye for Margaret. now. Bye. <laughs> Margaret from Sudbury joining us in rare oh, form. She's this the morning. best. Yeah, absolute best. We love her. The young of heart age of 92. Uh, for Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retail, the magnificent McSpicy range of Maccas. Can you, ha- Campbell, handle the heat? This is Off the Bench. You're with Off the Bench around Australia for Tire Power. Their buying power puts the power in your lane. And the McSpicy range of Maccas, can you handle the heat? It is a huge time in country racing, of course. This is the, the, probably the biggest week of the year in country racing, and that we're very mindful the weather's been a bit of an issue, but we'll catch up with our old mate. It's time for... The country is back racing strong. Support local communities and visit country.racing.com. Back where we belong, country racing strong. Country Racing, we're stronger together. Visit country.racing.com and the count of Country Racing is 1D Gally. Darren Gally joins us and count, good morning. It's a tricky day on the weather front. It sure is. Good morning, uh, Hutch and Brownie. Yeah, what would have been, as you said before, the probably the biggest week of racing across Country Victoria with 15 to 20 meetings has now been, uh, I guess, decimated just with the weather and we've actually got lots of cancellations today and also across the, the, the rest of the, I guess, cup week. So we'll just have to play through it and see how the weather pans out in the next couple of days. So today we could run through them. Tarong at this stage is still on, and that, in fact they will race. I think Tarong today, which should be which should be great. But there's some others that we know are abandoned. Yeah, spot on, uh, Craig. So yeah, Tarong will go ahead today uh, on a heavy track, but it's still good to go. The weather's sort of fine at the moment, but abandoned so far early in the week is the Mortlake Cup today has been officially abandoned and all all, all bets refunded. Same for Wish Approved Cup uh, abandoned, which is a real shame they haven't raced I guess probably since about four or five years ago. And then on Tuesday, Melbourne Cup Day, and this may change depending on how much rain these clubs receive the next couple of days. But at this stage, definitely Wangaratta and Mansfield have both been abandoned already. Both are you know, heavily inundated with water. But Echuca is going ahead. Now, Echuca, as you know, has been uh, in the news a lot lately. We actually have decided to throw their gates open, make it a free day for the community. It's a stronger together community race day on Tuesday. So fingers crossed they get a chance to race. They're having you know, barbecues, fundraisers, all sorts of things for the community to say, We've had a tough few weeks, but let's band together and actually have a good celebratory day. 
Bansdale's going ahead and Mildura. Mildura will be fine regardless, but Bansdale is, I guess, a bit of an off edge in terms of how much rain they may get across this weekend. So, yeah, keep uh, an eye on the socials and just see uh, where those race bettings fall. Darren, they're, they're a pretty resilient lot racing clubs around Victoria after the last two and a half years of COVID and now with the flooding. Uh, how, how do they continue to, to you know, get the job done and, and be so optimistic? Well, I just think the, the community spirit branding, uh, so Echuca and uh, Tatura have been uh, bases for the Australian Defence Force as part of the, I guess, the preparations or the clean-up of the flood. So mm. those clubs are, are right there. They've had enormous community support. Both tracks are actually in good shape, but just obviously the area is inundated with the floodwaters. So I guess that's just what they do, mate. They, uh, they are a strong community-engaged clubs, and they have to just keep soldiering on. So just on Tatura, we did have to have, we did have planned a off-the-bench marquee there on November 19th, look, at the moment, they have suspended sales across the board for Tatura Cup on that date, just to see how the next few weeks pan out. As I said, they do have 45 ADF personnel using the race course as a base to help with the relief effort. So we'll just monitor that over the next week or so and see how things go. But uh, yeah, important announcement about what that may turn into be in a few weeks' time. Well, if we can't get there in two weeks, we will certainly uh, put that back on the schedule and, re- and repost it. And if there's anything we can do more broadly through... Um, the Country Racing Network uh, through the next six weeks to support those tracks and clubs. You can count us in, Daz, because it's uh, a super important time and just feel so much for some of these clubs. We've had two years where they haven't Mm. been able to get fans and then they've rebuilt their clubs and their communities and now they're dealing with with floods. It is uh, a remarkable time in life that we're all dealing with. And um, hopefully, Daz, as we we see the picnic season come on board, the weather we think's got around four or six weeks ahead, but hopefully we can clear up and have a fantastic summer. Yeah, we'd like to think so, Craig, but uh, yeah, so, as you know, the, the picnic season has been delayed again. Mansfield would have been the first day uh, after a couple of d- d- deletions already of race spinnings uh, at Alexandra and Hillsville, but hopefully they can get away. Yay's probably the likely one in mid-November. Again, we'll just keep our ear to the ground and see how that goes. And also, just on uh, Kite and Cup's plan for Wednesday this week, at this stage, the races will be on. It's very wet, so again, there could be a change to that. So, yeah, as you say, we'll gladly take you up on your offer of uh, support when we can because uh, I know these clubs are desperate to get back and put on a race day and actually get uh, people's minds off the floods and actually have a bit of a good time. Unbelievable. It'll play a very important role in the recovery, no doubt, through particularly through northern and central Victoria. You've been famous for finding one on Derby Day, going back many years. <laughs> have you got anything up your sleeve for us today? Well, being that it is Derby Day, uh, it's going to be hard to see anything other than the four top in the betting. Uh, but I would love uh, Harry Coffey to actually sneak uh, Skiffios into the placing. So he's probably uh, a very uh, long odds to get there, but it will run the trip. The wet weather won't mind him. So I'd love to see a little Skiffios for Harry Coffey sneak into the placing through an each way play. Isn't Harry Coffey just in career best form at the moment? He's riding sensationally. Yeah, run, uh, won the Bendigo Cup during the week uh, on a uh, high motion. Uh, I'd love to see him keep that ride for the Cup. Uh, there's a real chance of that. So back-to-back uh, Bendigo Cups for Harry. So you're right there, Brownie. He hasn't ridden anything better at the moment. He's getting lots of rides in town. So that's uh, a great reward for the hard effort. And also, I guess, the, the fact that he's got a, a push you know, against uh, Sissy Fibrosis uh, makes his life a lot harder for other jockeys, but he's doing a great job. I'll tell you what, last night I was watching Mooney Valley race for you. He was on a first starter for Paddy Payne, Dunkeld. He gave it a 10 out of 10 to get home. It was just brilliant to watch. 
Yeah, it's getting some great support from a broad range of uh, trainers. So it's, it's great to see for the, for the work he's been doing the last sort of 10 years that we've been involved with him. So hopefully he can snag another Group 1, which would be a great uh, on his CV to come. Well-named horse, Dunkeld. Have you had the chance to go to Dunkeld? Haven't been. No, I'd love to. It's magnificent. Tell, tell Cam what do you expect next year at Dunkeld, Daz? Well, this year, Craig, they had a sold out of 10,000 people. It's quite an amazing town. Now, only 400 people live in the area, but they uh, bust them in from all over the place. But it's certainly one of the most unique race things. There's a beautiful backdrop with uh, Mount Sturge in the background, mate. If you haven't been there, you must get on your bucket mm. list, Brownie. Yeah, I'll, dog, be, I'll be heading there dog, for sure. Dog country, it really is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Well, hold on, Daz. Thank you. Good evening, boys. Have a good day. Darren Gully joining us. Stronger Together, support local communities. Visit country.racing.com, and you can see and hear from Daz, the challenges are across the state, but the best people in, in uh, at the helm working through it, led by Scott, of course, at CRV. And uh, what what else do you do but plough on and uh, deal with the hand you're dealt? And that's the way of the country people, Brownie? Yeah, absolutely. They, they uh, get on with it. And the key to Ross, too, joined country racing. Great uh, great addition. 100%. Great addition. Speaking of the floods in regional areas, if you uh, next Sunday our WNBL team, Bendigo Spirit, plays its first game, in Bendigo at Red Energy Arena. It's going to be a fantastic afternoon. We've built a great team and can't wait to support the athletes and the team. Uh, we will be uh, doing our bit for flood relief on the day. More details to come on Monday, and we'll be busting some people in from Rochester and from Elmore and from other Ooh, areas. So Fantastic. If you're listening in that area, you can get onto the Bendigo Spirit Facebook page or onto our SEN app and have a look, and we'd love to do our little bit next Sunday to play a role in giving everyone a little bit of a relief from their... Uh, it's about 45 minutes from Rochester, which has been the probably the hardest hit town. Mm. And the schools are still shut in Rochester, so we'll have lots of the kids along. And I'm um, looking forward to uh, spending a day with the community next Sunday in Bendigo at Red Energy Arena. Off the record is over to you next, Brownie, on Off the Bench. With Off the Bench right around Australia, it is great to have your company for Tire Power, where family safety rates number one in the McSpicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? Always a big moment of the show. There's 16 years of... Off the record, it's Pix's signature segment. It goes back well before uh, he and I even joined uh, forces. This is a big obligation. Don't muck it up, Brownie. I hope I'm up to it. Time for... Off the record for Choices Flooring. See your floor change in an instant with Room View. Jeff, thanks for your time. Great pleasure, Corn. How are you? Bucks, can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear me, Bucks? G'day, Graham. I'm going to say Craig. To those... Unbelievable girls. So, sorry, female women. And the bloke from the Bulldogs, Bon Tem... What, what's Bon Temple? And they've got Paley Dale and Charlie... Uh, uh, Kayla Daniel. Carolina Pliskova is in a sixth season is it too early as to a get top coffees, ten. Do you reckon? Off the record is for Floors for Living Sale on now at Choices Flooring. The Choices Flooring team doing it beautifully around Australia and doing great work in all communities, part of each town that they trade in. Magnificent, uh, inspiring savings on carpet, Timber, hybrid, luxury vinyl, window furnishings, and of course, rugs. The spring catalogue is in now. Go to your local choices flooring. I'll just sort you out. I'll take care of everything. And, and uh, Dog, the floor is yours. All right. Well, last week, if you're listening, you would have learnt that I aren't too sharp with French inspired horse names, and everyone laughed at me yep. when uh, I got uh, my tongue twisted. Yep. Well, now that we have learnt that Dan Huddy, he's not much better either. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is a decent field, the invitation. Pretty open and even ble- ble- Bell pl- oh, Bell <laughs> Placia. Yep. Not his sharpest work there. I love it when he gets a bit frustrated himself. Yep. Um, I reckon this talkback caller realised straight away that he'd mixed his words up. He, he did try and rescue the situation, though. 
game plan, but I think Brad Scott coming into the club will actually really rejuvenise and galvanise Essendon. <laughs> a little rejuvenise. <laughs> Not a bad word. Yep. Um, the next talkback caller, well, he conceded defeat straight away after he stumbled three times on the very same word. ...in the game. So just to reiterate my point. I speak English, I say. No, it's all right. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Reiterate. Now, now, young um, Maxie Becker, he's doing a magnificent job, but he's, yep. he's got a little bit to learn still, Max. You can't go mentioning the opposition in your weekly crosses. A big story um, in the NBL this week is Melbourne United and Dean Vickerman um, after his comments in the post-game press conference and then on RSN during the week. RSN, come on. That's all right. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> Good now, on him. He's doing a great thing. Max. He is, yeah, isn't he? Magnificent. Yeah. We love him. Channel 10's Candace White yep. uh, got confused during her weather report. Yep. Um, she made the first mistake and then had to keep running with it. Across Melbourne, cloudy with showers developing in the morning, up to six millilitres forecast in some areas. Rain during the day, up to six millilitres, a top of 16 degrees. Millilitres. Yeah. When you think about it, millilitres would make more sense than millimetres. Well, yeah. exactly right. Um, but she might be onto something. <laughs> it might, it might revolutionise... <laughs> Terminology. <laughs> now, Kane Corn, so I heard a mayor yesterday. Uh, he was talking to Last Sean. Last day, right, for, for a break. Yeah, I know. It's, he dangerous. just mentally switched off. Yep. Um, he not only know, didn't know that Sean Smith had kids, <laughs> but that they're actually both on AFL and AFLW lists. Joel at Melbourne, Amy at North Melbourne. I'm not sure if you've got children, Sean, but uh, if you've got children, do they play football? Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got Joel at Melbourne and Amy <laughs> at North. Joel's been on the list for eight years. The first time I've heard that. Eight years Joel has been I'm there. Not sure he didn't you, just get drafted. I'm not sure if you've got kids <laughs> or not. Yeah, who do they play for? Uh, yeah, Joel's been eight years in Melbourne. <laughs> Played in the premiership. Yeah. Oh. Can we have one more go with that? That's, still, that's just about all time. I'm not sure if you've got children, Sean, but uh, <laughs> if you've got children, do they play football? Yeah, I've got uh, Joel at Melbourne and Amos at North. <laughs> Sean, had a, he had a giggle too. I don't think I've ever asked for any, a bit of a <laughs> Is he on a third? Just listen to Sean giggle. I'm not sure if you've got children, Sean, but uh, <laughs> if you've got children, do they play football? Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got Joel at Melbourne and Amos at North. We backed over that three times. So. It was polite the way he handled it, wasn't he? Yeah, very. <laughs> um, Marshawn Lynch, he's one of the great American sports characters. But he, I think he was a little bit too relaxed on TV during a cross during a college game recently. You know, I'm from I'm from the Bay Area, but when I look around the stands and I see that these motherfuckers, ooh, I mean these stands, how they were when we were here. It's very much on really isn't that? it? Yeah, he, he's one of the most laid back characters you'll ever. During a game of NFL, I think he openly spoke about going down the race and having a couple of shots of tequila yeah. just to. Open his lungs. Remember when he had the famous press conference sit-ins when he wouldn't speak? That's right. Yeah. 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 Got fined for that. Um, Flash Lithgow clearly wasn't listening to his co-commentator here. Didn't he just say the exact same thing? What we've got time for yes. is to, and what we should do, i put this to you, is yep. listen to every ball of the last four overs. Well, I've got better than that. We've got the last four. <laughs> you always got to listen to your co-commentator. <laughs> Can't zoom out. Uh, on SENWA, Scotty Cummings, he was talking about Ross Lyon, and then he bungled his phrase, and, well, he felt very silly about it. 
I'm really interested to see the change in Ross Lyon, and, and everyone's suggesting it. it. It's a hard one. When you're such a competitive beast, like, like the old zebra doesn't change his stripes, does he? So it's <laughs> a leopard doesn't change his spots. <laughs> I, just, I feel like Travis Cloak. The zebra doesn't change his stripes. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and Sammy Hargraves, um, yeah. he had a go using an analogy about Rossi Lyon. Uh, we're not really sure where he's going with this. This is like the pill in the food that you give your dog. If your dog's like mine, our, our cavoodle Zoe likes cheese. And when we've got to give her a tablet, we do so because she won't swallow it. She spits it back up unless you shove it right down. You don't want to do it nicely. You don't want to cause her any distress. So you wrap it up in cheese and then she gets the pill. So she thinks she's just having this nice bit of cheese when really she's having the pill in the food that you needed to give her and you were trying to slot it in. I'm not saying every Saints fan's like that. <laughs> Sneaky, what Sam. What was that? Oh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, Is it worth one more go? We need a bit, of, yeah, a bit more clarity yeah. around it. Let's listen to one more time if it makes any more sense the second time around. This is like the pill in the food that you give your dog. If your dog's like mine, our, our cavoodle Zoe likes cheese. And when we've got to give her a tablet, we do so because she won't swallow it. She spits it back up unless you shove it right down. You don't want to do it nicely. You don't want to cause her any distress. So you wrap it up in cheese and then she gets the pill. So she thinks she's just having this nice bit of cheese when really she's having the pill in the food that you needed to give her and you were trying to slot it in. I'm not saying every Saints fan's like that. So Ross Lyon is the, the pill or the cheese? I think he's the pill wrapped in the cheese. Right, in that the we're sticking down St Kilda's throat, yep. supporters' throats. Oh, extraordinary. Yeah. Um, only, only Sam can get his <laughs> And finally, Sammy Hargraves again. He, he struck for a second time uh, when he rolled with this during the T20 World Cup. Now, Scoob, let's have a listen to how much he gave him. Check how old um, Barry McCarthy is. 30 years of age. Still young for a Barry. That's young for a Barry, isn't it? Just 30 years. You ponder that one. Real thick edge from Milan, but safe. No help. He didn't uh, really respond to. <laughs> Barry's not a, not often a younger person's name. Is it making a comeback? Just texting a mate of mine saying, "Do I have to put up with this?" Scooby is very very best. Radio, you need to sometimes communicate, and he was uh, he left Sam on an island right then. Yeah, he did. Bill Laurie. Steve Smith is on for. Should take it. Guy dropped it. Every other Every other I will start off with Julian De Stoop. Read over Warnable on Sunday, the free festival from 11 a.m. Oh. That's a brilliant uh, bit of one. Baseball commentator. Well, if you'd have told Philly fans you're going to get three off of Musgrove, he said. You got three. Uh, Jared Whaley during the India and Pakistan epic. Listen to the roar. India all over Pakistan. Oh. Gee, you've been here one minute and you're, and you're, you're Bill Laurie and Jared. <laughs> I'm great Jared. I demanded that one go in. What about Hutchasaurus here? Oh, here we go. On Off the Bench, it's time to consult... The Hutchasaurus. You had a close call today. Lucky yeah. I found some palmolive. I'm the last of the philanthropists. Uh, oh. Anthony Barbecue. Uh, and on 11, Rocky? Is it Rocky or Rake? Now I've gone after Jared, so I might as well go after the boss. Uh, here's All the right. first one. Okay. Well, 
I'll, I'll, uh, I know you and Mick are both in cohorts on this, so... Uh, well, you're not letting Mickey Gear in here. Cahoots? Yep, yeah, it would be better, be better <laughs> in fairness. And what about, uh, let's have a listen to this second one. Lines other debris and the water can pose significant risks. Electricity and water is a very dangerous combination which can cause electrocution or electric shocks even after water uh, subsidies. So, pl- Subsidies? Do you mean subsides? Subsides. Or are we getting a discount? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, good mate. Pick up. That's a good pickup. That was our choices flooring. Spring catalogue off the record, inspiring savings on carpet, timber, hybrid, luxury vinyl, window furnishings and rugs. Zipper, I reckon we need a song into the break. Nash will be back right after this to uh, take us inside the markets of today. But uh, dealer's choice, Nash, uh, ahead of Nash, dealer's choice, Zipper, as we head into the break. Welcome back to Off the Bench, wherever you're listening, right around Australia for the McSpicy range of Maccas. Can you handle the heat and tyre power? Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Time to find a winner now with a national one who joins us from Sportsbet's Same Race Multi. It is, same, it is of course, uh, Bet With Mates Day. Combine multiple runners in the same race for bigger odds conditions. Apply gamble responsibly. Nathan Brown, the national one. Good morning and welcome. How do you see the meeting at Flemington today? Yeah, morning, Hutch. Uh, can't wait to watch the races today. And it must be said, with the amount of rain, a soft seven is really good for today's racing. So let's start at the Derby. And Berkeley Square has been $3.30. Open up at three fifty. Sharp and smart, three ninety into three fifty. Mr. Maestro at 7 And the one I like, each way, um, Pericles at seven fifty for James Cumming uh, has been well supported with us at Sportsbet as well. But Berkeley Square probably run the favourite, but Pericles each way, number five, looks to be a really good go, Hutch. What do you reckon of Pericles, uh, Nash? Uh, dog, give yeah, a oh, it's a chance. Everything for uh, Godolphin is just absolutely flying at the moment. So um, it's in pretty good form. Hey, really strong derby this year, Nath. Are you happy with the field? Yeah, really strong, really strong. And I'll give you something else. William Buick, who's come to race, 20 times he's raced in a Group 3 this year. 10 times he's won a Group 3. So if you're following William Buick today, uh, I don't think you can go wrong. Uh, an amazing jockey with a great strike rate. What about the rest of the card? Take us through some of your other chances today in Flemington. Well, there's a fair bit of money going through um, sandpaper in race number one. So obviously for Godolphin as well, number two, it's eight uh, fifty into $7.00. At the moment, my man, Julian Valance, even though he's gone, to, uh, he's left sports bit, played tennis with him once a week on a Monday, and he gives me everything. So race two, he took Surefight at $4.60 when it opened. Obviously, there's been so many scratchings in that race. So I think there's 39 cents deductions in race number two. Um, but listening to James Cummings this morning, uh, he, he gave a big, big push to Allegron, which has been five fifty into $4.40 as well. So... Um, outside those two in race number two, warning at $9 is probably the next best. And what about Sydney today? Big meeting with the Golden Eagle. Yeah, let's head up to Sydney uh, with the Golden Eagle and uh, Light Infantry, $3.30 in from four. Chain of Lightning for Moody. It's been well supported early, but just on the drift a little bit, five fifty out to $6 and in the Congo, 12 into 11 I wish I win um, eight fifty out to twelve dollars, or anything you like there. Hinge sixteen and the thirteen. Got anything in the uh, eagle you like, dog? Oh, 
Chain of Lightning, I think, just maps to get the absolute perfect ride. And um, Jamie Carr has gone up there, you know, specifically for this one. Big call, wasn't it? The VRC ambassador Jamie Carr and running in Sydney on. Uh, but if you can, if you win it and you pick yeah. up what five point three million, that's a nice yep. little payday for for Jay Carr. So great race. Yep. Couple of other best of the day touch um, race eight at Flemington uh, Le Creek, which is last start was a Group One winner over the mile. Second place that day, then went on and won a Group One, and that's my man Julian Valance again. And then the last race of the day. I like Zapatea, back to 1,100, six starts at 1,100, three wins, two runners-up. I thought 1,200 just got mowed down uh, last start out. So in the last race of the day, Zapatea. Okay. And when in the cricket, we should have a quick look at the T20 World Cup before we let you go. Quick look at the cricket, Hutch. Um, New Zealand play Sri Lanka today, $1.39, Sri Lanka $3.00. We're up against Ireland next to $1.06, Ireland $9.30, but as we know, they did beat um, uh, England. Now, Australia are $5.50 to win the outright, but uh, to reach the final with $3, so it's going to be tough. Top run score at the moment, Virat Kohli's at $3.60 to be the top run score for the tournament, Virat Kohli. And the overall, do you, in, the, in the tournament, who do you like and what price? Overall, at the moment, India a three-dollar favourite. New Zealand four fifty, South Africa five, Australia five fifty, and England six dollars. Going to be tough yards for Australia to make it with the run rate they got at the moment. Enjoy your trackside. Stay out of the social pages. On your knife. Good luck, Nash. A lot of news in the paper today. Hutch, well done. Congratulations. Oh, no. <laughs> Nathan Brown joining us from Sportsbet. <laughs> That'll be enough for Nathan for a while. More off the bench right after eleven. Off the bench for Maccas, the McSpicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? Tire power, where family safety rates number one. And APCO, win your dream getaway only at APCO Cafe 24-7. Last hour's a big one on Off the Bench as we surge into Derby Day here in Melbourne, Golden Eagle Day in Sydney and the Cup Carnival just three days away from the Melbourne Cup, of course. And uh, plenty of... Uh, Local cricket, I reckon, today too, who'd be perhaps watched out around the state who'd be thinking, oh, a rare day to kind of descend upon the derby, be it on the track or, of course, in your local um, rubbery dub in the pub. But uh, a ripping day ahead. And Campbell Brown's been doing a beautiful job all through the course of this morning, the dog. And he'll be, you're still uncertain. Huge day. Yeah, game day decision for me. I just want to see what the weather's doing. It's five past 11, man. I know, I know. I'm going to give it 45 more yeah. minutes before I make a game day call. You sound like the curators at the, the cricket last night. Yeah. At what point would that ever get you on? We're going to decide by 9.46. I know. Yeah. It was disappointing yeah. um, you know, for the uh, the public that wanted to go there and watch that. Uh, that would have been a cracking game, but I reckon Aaron Finch would have been happy it got abandoned. Yeah, it was a weird old day. I was there last night, as we mentioned earlier, and very weird. Power Corps, by the way, urging people to be prepared if the power goes out due to extreme weather conditions around the state this weekend and, and affecting many communities. Rain and flooding continue to present safety risks, a reminder: don't enter floodwaters as they may be fallen. There might be fallen power lines or debris in the water can pose significant risk. Electricity and water is a very dangerous combination. For further advice, just check out PowerCore, P-O-W-E-R-C-O-R dot com dot or go to their Facebook page for latest updates. Right, he's got a big day working today too. He's had a big week as well. We saw him during the week. We've had a little bit of fun, and it's time to uh, catch up with our old mate Tags. And now it's time to get the tips from our resident five-time Group 1 winning jockey, David Taggart. 
the ravens black against the winter's mist are whispering the half mad song. They're whispering the half mad song. And you can make the switch to Mate Internet and Mobile. Mobile plans from just $20 a month. Why wait? Make the switch to Mate. And our old mate is Tags. David Taggart. Good morning, old mate. Good morning, Hutch. Brownie, doing a great job filling in, mate. Thank you, great man. He's done a, done a good job. We had a, I had a rare chance to have a bite to eat with you. We spoke about this a little bit briefly earlier in the show, but um, before we get on to the, today's egg flips, I saw a very unique thing on Wednesday night when we had our dinner. Yep. The tags, as I mentioned earlier, he over-raced on the main course. <laughs> he, had, he had The fettuccine had some sort of flake spice in it, and he ended up ordering... A bowl of ice cream with his mane. <laughs> it was rare viewing, wasn't I've it? I've never seen it before. <laughs> Who yeah. has fettuccine and ice cream for dinner, Tex? Yeah, the linguine, uh, the seafood linguine wasn't the best with the chili flakes there, boss. I, did, I didn't see the chili flakes on the menu. And once I ordered it, I had two bites and my mouth was, uh, was burning up. And, mate, I didn't want to be like a 12-year-old kid and get a glass of milk. So I ordered <laughs> vanilla ice cream so it was just uh, <laughs> Were, to soften the blow a little bit. You were eating, before everyone's palmers had arrived, you were already onto the ice cream. And you were eating it oh, like, like it was mate. a soothing exercise rather than a, a choice. Yeah, but the problem is the waitress didn't know the emergency, though. Mate, it took 10 minutes for the ice cream to come out. My mouth was on fire. She didn't <laughs> understand the urgency of it. It was a real team-building night, Wednesday night, wasn't it? Just getting the crew together for, for a feed. Did you enjoy it, Tags? Uh it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, getting all the track team together and and uh, and then the speeches at the end, uh, they were very inspiring it as well. <laughs> you and your speeches, Cam, were very, very funny. It was a well-exercised mission, I thought. It was well done. Hey, let's get into the uh, egg flips today. Uh, you always do a Trixie for us this time every week. It is a weird old day. The weather's been uh, – it's a hard day anyway, yeah. Darby and Golden Eagle, yeah. uh, let alone on a wet day. Like... Oh, 100%. The gut the... – well, well, the Golden Eagle's a raffle and uh, up in Sydney, and, and then Derby Day. It's always the hardest punting day, I believe. And then, of course, throwing the weather in, it's, it's going to be near impossible. But I have loved the Derby Day Trixie. So, all of Flemington, I uh, don't know how I'm going to go, uh, but hopefully, okay. Well, run us through them. I'm going to go through them. All right, we'll start. We'll get the money early. What, what with, else will uh, we be right, doing out of interest other than going through yeah. the tips? <laughs> Yeah, well, my mouth's still on fire from Wednesday night. So. <laughs> what did you think this was going to um, be, like a, a preview of fashions on the field? <laughs> Come on, boss. I've got a big day ahead of me. <laughs> all right. Race, race one, number one. Let, let, we'll get the Tijuana brass. All right, with Tijuana. Hopefully, we'll get that uh, off to a good start with uh, in the Carbine Club, where I heard someone was at a luncheon there yesterday. Uh, uh, race seven, number two, Barkley Square in the Derby. And they reckon... Uh, in race eight, number 14, La Creek. She, she's the freak, La Creek. So uh, we'll throw her in as well. So that's Tijuana in the first, Buckley Square in the derby, and in the Mez, uh, let's elope La Creek. What does that get us? It's around about 650. Right. Oh, okay. Do you want to crack at a Trixie of your own today, the dog? Oh, yeah, I might have a little Trixie. I like one in the derby tags. You might laugh at this. $41 at the moment. The Danny O'Brien train, King's Crossing. Do you give it any chance at all? It ran second in the da- in the classic trial, didn't it? Third, I think it came, but it was it was third, left in third. front for quite a while. And I thought it it continued to box on and hit the line, and the twenty five hundred should suit. 
Yeah, well, I thought Grand Piero was the one out of that, the the, the winner. Um, I know the classic winners have never got a great record in that derby, though, Brownie. That's the problem. Yeah, Cam was, Cam mentioned that. You know, the, the Geelong classic form never stacks up on derby day. But there's just been something about just sort of watching Danny O'Brien step this horse up over further and further, and he seems to be getting stronger and stronger and drawn out wide. It might have no choice but to, to settle, you know, back half of the field today instead of trying to lead him up and powerful finish. I'm just hoping, I think $41 is massive overs. Yeah, well, it's it's not bad for the for the multis. And I said, if you like that, you've got to probably throw Grand Piero in as well. So yeah, you probably could box um, the five five or six of them up. And uh, I'll tell you what, if, if one of them or even both of them run a, run a place, it's going to be a massive uh, payout, isn't it? Will we see you in the birdcage at all once you knock off this afternoon tags? Oh, I'll have me dancing shoes ready for you, Brownie. <laughs> Good man. Hey, your thoughts on the in the first race? Uh, our, our SENZ New Zealand team are in town, uh, including uh, Izzy Dag and Baz McCullum, who's on track today. Yeah. By the way, in the first, uh, they've got a horse called uh, is it Pungo? How, is that how you pronounce it? Pungo. Pungo. Yeah. Well, that's the favourite. You like it? That's the favourite. It, it draws good. Um, it'll go forward. Uh, I tell you what, Wall's got a great record in this race, and I think he, he's won this race three times, and two of the winners have won that maiden that that Pungo won. So it's it's a big class rise, but Wallens just seems to know how to do it in this race for some reason, uh, and it, it's got to be a chance. But uh, I just thought the Caulfield Guineas form line was a little bit stronger than that. But never underestimate underestimate the great man in Chris Waller. And you got one one Ruffy for us in Sydney. Uh, I don't mind Gin Martini up there. Ooh, what race is that? I tell you what race it is. I tell you what race Gin Martini's in. Hang on. Um, let me get to my uh, bet slips. Take the time. It's in race four, <laughs> number three. Race, race four, four, number three, Gin Martini. Race four, yeah. number three in Sydney, Gin Martini. Right, eh? so tags is Trixie again. Melbourne, race one, number one. Melbourne, race seven, number two. And Melbourne... Race eight, number fourteen, and of course Sydney. Race four, number three, is his best value in Sydney. And before we uh, let you go, looking ahead of the Melbourne Cup, have you got a view on how this unfolds? You uh, wild swing yesterday with the international horse Loft being scratched. Yeah, yeah, Spanner in the works there with J Mac, and now and, and with the Oliver not having a ride, and, and now J Mac. This happened to J Mac last year, remember? And then he get, end up getting on uh, on the winner, but. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen this year because uh, most of the rides are gone and uh, they can only ride a, a certain weight too. Uh, J-Mac rides 55, Ollie 54. So they're going to be left without a ride. But I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't know about these internationals. It, it looks like that it's, it's a slim year for our locals. But out of our locals, it's hard to go past Gold Trip. Okay, yep. Do you like that? Yeah, yeah. Dave Eustace yeah. gave it a bit of a push yesterday when, when I was having a chat to him. He... He thinks the horse really, you know, it, it came through the Cox Plate like it didn't have a run, and um, he's got the feeling, you know, the Crawford Cup was good. Cox Plate, with a bit of luck, mm. would have finished closer. This has always been the Grand Final. If it can stay the trip, um, which is the concern, it could be right in the finish. Well, he was the one that last year they they brought him over with the big wraps on him. So, yep. and then he went and missed. So, yep. yeah, twelve months later. I'm a Montefilly guy, though. So I'm oh, you're, not, 
You like it? Yeah, Barry? I'm a Montefilia guy. Uh, I just think that uh, the Corfu Cup run was huge. We know um, we'll get through the going. If it's a heavy or soft track, even better. And Correct. I think that the price is right as well, around 20 to 1. Yeah, always getting value for the Melbourne Cup. It's going to be a ripper race. And uh, well, I'll, I'll see you out there today anyway. Yeah, we will. Before we let you go, it's a big day to plan your uh, consumption. We know you'd like to bring your grocery bag in. You know you like to be well stocked. You know you like to have an emergency chocolate bar in case anyone asks for a piece. <laughs> what, what have you? What are you stocking? Given the ten hour, eleven hour nature of the day, it's a big day. What do you give us an insight into the bag before let you go? Yeah, I've, uh, of course I've got the V drink. Yep. How many? One uh, or two? Don't go. Don't go anywhere without that. The high, and, the big uh, one. Of course. Uh, yeah, the big, the six hundred mil. Yep. Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and then of course just the the the, uh, the chocolate bars because we're going to be fed on course so uh, just uh, just in case we're a bit low on um, we need a sugar hit later on in the day. And, and do you smuggle that through security because I couldn't imagine they'd let you take food and drink in. I've got a little um, iPad uh, case and I'll just throw it into that bounty. They don't check that so. Yes, I'll be without the bag today, but I'll smuggle it in through my iPad case. Too smart. <laughs> the iPad case. <laughs> Good on you, Tags. Nah, thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, gentlemen. David Taggart joining us. Make the switch to mate. Internet and mobile. Mobile plans for us $20 a month. Why wait and make the switch to mate? Right, it's time to talk Top of the Trots. Top of the Trots, the great tip off. Go to thetrots.com.au every race, live and free. That's it. Get to trotsvision.com.au. It's all holding up in the water of the trots this next month ahead in the uh, harness racing in Victoria here. It's going to be absolutely superb. And Josh Jenkins making a little bit of a move here. $150 profit last week for his cause, Cerebral Palsy Alliance. Uh, Josh, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are you feeling, JJ? I know you've been on your deathbed. You were a game day decision today as well, whether you go due to illness. I, uh, Brownie, I never missed a game of footy uh, with illness, so I'm definitely not missing the first day of the uh, carnival through illness. I, um, I, I've got more pressing issues than a than a little bit of a, a, a cough and a cold, anyway. So um, I, uh, I'll be in for a long day, but not because of the cold. Oh, you've overcommitted yourself work-wise today, haven't you? No, 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 no. I'm uh, happy to disclose. To the listeners that I had the ultimate gear change yesterday, I was um, uh, headed in and uh, got uh, gelded, as they may say in the racing terms. So what? I'm, what? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you got the sip. I'm going to be a little. I'm going to be a little, a little sore uh, sitting oh. at the SEN track desk at Flemington this afternoon. So just, uh, Amazing. Give me a side, Jordan. Have you got it? That's outrageous. Keep the take the Nurofen and the uh, and the uh, frozen peas nearby, please. You got to uh, take the boy off there, Zipper. I think we better take the boy off. <laughs> I'd take him off there. Well, he's got. Him. I think you've got to take the boy off. So there's no roaming JJ around the mounting yard today at all. What point? Well, well, I might, I might, I might be, uh, I might be Mr. Popular with the ladies because I can do no damage. <laughs> what was the, what was the thinking on the scheduling? Derby Eve, like of all the days of the year, to... you need to beat your best. Yeah. Uh, 
But I was, I was laying on the table and I said, oh, to the lady, I said, oh, geez, you must get all types come through here. And she goes, yeah, we, you know. I had one guy, I put the local anaesthetic in and I turned around and he, and he pulled his pants up and he'd run away. And she said, what are you doing? I said, oh, I've got I've got four days at the track. She said, surely you could have booked it in for a better a better day because you're going to be in, so you're going to be pretty sore. I'm taken <laughs> aback by yeah, this. Yeah, I am too. I t- I've been around a long time. I don't think I've seen a worse piece of scheduling in my in my time. I've heard of some. I've heard of some. The sit, the sit, this is worse to get married on Cup Day. This is a, a, a at least at least you're getting married. You've only had fifty percent of the say on a good day. Normally five percent of the say. Yeah. You, this this decision, you could pick. You could have picked a split round. You could have picked the, one of the long weekends. You could have gone in uh, November, in late November, yeah. and February. Yeah. This is terrible timing. How? Like, you must have been in a real hurry. Is all I can say. Let's get to the the. Uh, no, well, I. I, I... I perform under adversity, boy, so I, I think it'll actually set me up uh, and, and really allow me to, to back a few winners at Flemington today. So I'll be right. I'll just be a little sore. Oh, no. Oh, I'm, I'm texting Cam Luke and Tags right now. <laughs> yeah. I think this will be a running theme right throughout the SEN track day today, mate. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, now, um, let's, let's get to tonight. Last week you found a $150 profit uh, after uh, Simon took your major major and he came unstuck. Uh well done. So you're at 2,050. I'm at 2,469 for Ronald McDonald House. Uh, Tango Tara, no good uh, last week in the Pacing Cup. That old mate picks uh, went under with the horse running third. Let's get to tonight. Tell us about the meeting and who you're going for. Well, I it's a, it's a, it's a real good card tonight. Um, harness racing, hot on the heels of the spring carnival for the Gallops. Things start to really hot up. Of course, we had the Victoria Cup a few weeks ago, but We've got a, uh, a, a group one for the mayors tonight, which is the Queen of the Pacific, and we see uh, Victoria, maybe Australia's best mayor, probably def- probably is Australia's best mayor, ladies in red, Hutchie, who, uh, also you know well, she goes around as favourite in the Binstad Queen of the Pacific, that's race number five. She's got a tough barrier draw, she was beaten uh, when she resumed two starts back, but was a good winner last time, and I think she'll get the job done, and then we got the group two uh, sort of a four and five year old championships they call it. This is the, the next big dogs on the scene type race for the four and five year olds and uh, act now better equips beyond the light. There's some seriously good horses in this race as well so uh, it's a really good card tonight. We had the Swan Hill Cup last night which was a good race taken out by our millionaire which is a, yep. a really good country cups horse so all the country cups we're seeing the country cups um, uh, abandoned in the gallops because of the uh, the grass tracks, but the harness tracks are standing up to the rain and the and the floods and the issues, and and they're going ahead. So uh, a really good time for harness racing. Right, uh, my bet tonight is I'll go with the rough. I'll take race two, number eight, twenty five the win zip, and seventy five the place. Race two, number eight, each way. Ooh. Prosecco boy, That's, I did. That's uh, that's very tactical by you. You normally just throw the fitty each way, but I like the twenty-five by seventy-five because he's twelve dollars and two two dollars fifty. So if you get that seventy-five, the place you'll still make a little profit. I'm going to go with the two big races, uh, boys. I'm going to go with uh, race five, number eleven, a Lady in Red, the win. She's a dollar eighty, which is a good play. Normally, I'd take that straight up, but I need to make up a bit more ground. So, race five, number 11, the win. 
into race seven, number 11, better eclipse the place. And I reckon I'll get about $3 for that 100 on, so that's why I'm going to play the night. Righto, you're on. Uh, controversially, two picks has decided to go for a multi tonight in his absence. So he's going uh, race one, number one, the win, a million promises. He likes it. Into race two, number two, yep. the wolf, the win. He's a fan of that. And then he's going to give major, major, yep. major, major one more go. Race three, number one. He's going to have uh, the place only. So he's gone for an extravagant multi here, picks in his absence. I'm not sure what he's doing, to be honest. Race one, number one, the win. Race two, number two, the win. Well, and, and then race three, number one, the place. Uh, that's paying about... 200 to one. Cheapest. That's about 400 to one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as I said, I, well, when he texted through, I couldn't yeah. believe it, to um, be honest. I was, well, if he gets that up, then the you can end the competition it's over. swiftly. But he feels like he needs to make a step change here. So race one, number one, I mean, promises the win with Jack uh, Jack Laughter on it, uh, Jack Law. Race, Laughter. Race two, number two, the Wolf, <laughs> which will probably start the favourite, the Wolf. And he's given the uh, major, major one more go the place, which I think, by the way, um, at $6.50 the place in race three, number one in Melton, it's good value, major, major, despite its disappointing run last week. Uh, Josh, uh, well done. Um, one, who do you like in the Melbourne Cup before that you go? Melbourne Cup tip, Josh. In the mouth, oh, you got to be with you. Got to be with. I'm always keen on the internationals. Yes, um, uh, nothing special. The Australians are all crap. So Dovil legend easily. Right up. Uh, thanks, Josh. Josh Jenkins, uh, man down. Uh, ice up. Get ready. Wow, yeah. it's. Um, I hope. I hope he gets a car park a long, long, long way from where we're setting up this afternoon. He's yeah. just got to walk through the roses. That's. You know what that is? That's a man who's over. He's got too much work on his plate. He's overcommitted so many places. I feel a bit. I actually feel a bit responsible for that poor decision. <laughs> We're yeah. one of the vehicles of work for him. He's working a lot. He's trying to find fit days in. Yeah. He hasn't thought through the consequences of that timing or the decision. And and there's like it's a that's it's mind-boggling timing on the eve of the derby. I'm just wondering. So when the message came through, sort of yesterday morning, that he was sick. And he might be able yeah. to make Derby Day. That was a furphy. Yeah, it was a front. And he'd actually yeah. gone in, and this was yeah. the, the real reason. Yeah. Do you think he was trying to uh, – he, he almost looked like one of those guys who was just going to try and get through without anyone noticing. He thought, I'll wake up. If I don't feel too bad, I'll just sit on this. But then you could see – you could hear in the tone of that conversation. He was struggling with coming to terms with – Do you reckon we would have picked up on it had he not mentioned it live on air? No, I, I think he was going to try and get through. Yeah. But he's a bit, he's a bit ginger and he's – you know, he feels comfortable around you, clearly. And there you go. I coax the best out of people. Best and worst. <laughs> More off the bench after this for the McSpicy Range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? And with tyre power, where family safety rates number one. Testicles. <laughs> Welcome back to Off the Bench, wherever you're listening, right around Australia. It's great to have your company for tyre power, where family safety rates number one. Of course, don't forget, you can win your dream getaway with the Dare, Big M and Hello World team only at APCO. Well, this time of the year is a super important time at the races. We know that it's going to be a great fun day for everyone and a great fun weekend. There's a lot of uh, country cups on too, a lot of big meetings in regional Victoria today, a lot of our listing uh, stations and audiences on Tuesday have their local meetings. And it is an, an essential week to do the right thing. Our longtime partner is Drinkwise, as you know, very uh, proud and passionate uh, cause of mine and ours and movement and, uh, and the CEO of Drinkwise, 
uh, announced this week a very important partnership with the VRC and Victoria Police, and he's been kind enough to join us from regional Victoria. Ironically, this morning on the phone, Simon Strawn. Uh, good morning, Simon, and uh, well done on this initiative with the VRC to reset people's uh, values set this week and to make sure they do the right thing. Thanks, Hachi. Yeah, it's a great partnership with the, the VRC and Victoria Police, and it's all about just making sure that everyone has a great time. The, the races are that uh, opportunity to get together and, and socialise with family and friends and have a great day out. We just want to make sure that if people are choosing to have a drink, that they're doing it in moderation. Moderation is the key, so go and have a good time and enjoy yourself. But we've all seen along the way people that uh, unfortunately over-race, as, 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 to use a, a racing parlance, and and go a little bit hard early, get excited on it. I think that's especially prevalent this year. We haven't had racing in Melbourne for a long time. People have missed it. And if you're going to the track, that's really the exact reason why you should savour it and take your time, have some water between races, um, you know, delay your start uh, of having a, a, a drink if you choose today and do it responsibly. Because I think that missing a couple of years comes into play a little bit, uh, Simon. It does indeed. And one of the things that we've seen is that uh, people really have missed that chance to socialise. And, you know, the, the, the days of old around uh, the Melbourne Cup Carnival where people did over race, as you, uh, as you said, are days gone by. So we saw some really uh, improved behaviour and have more broadly. And even across, the, um, across that pandemic, we saw that people were continuing to drink in moderation. So the culture's changed. Um, but we want to make sure, and just as a reminder to people, that uh, if they are getting out today to the course and having a drink, um, but they're just mindful of how much they are consuming. And, and drink-wise, we'll have messages out around the course, on the lawns, in the bars, uh, on the big screen. And we'll also have some messaging on SEN um, and TV as well, just to, as that reminder for people to uh, to just keep it in check. It is an important reminder, and you will see, see and hear that messaging everywhere. The other thing is, I think friendship plays a big role here today too, like identifying that, um, well, the early signs of any... Um, inadvertent behaviour of your friends and to call it out and to look after them. It is a it is a big week for your uh, circle of influence as well at the races. Indeed. One of the things that um, we certainly uh, want to make sure everyone just keeps in mind is the fact that if you are having a drink, first and foremost, moderation, but making sure you have plenty to eat along the way, um, making sure you're alternating any alcoholic drinks with non-alcoholic options such as uh, water or zero, um, make sure you're looking after your, yourself and your friends, as you said. Um, but importantly as well, that if you're choosing to have a drink, just leave the keys at home and just get an alternative form of transport, public transport and Uber, um, just to make sure that everyone stays safe but has a great time. I'm a, I'm a zero guy, as you know, uh, Campbell. Yep. And, and it's, um, in fact, I can almost tell you by brand the, the, the zeros and their, and their strengths. And it, it does just um, change your day a little bit and, um, you know, you if you alternate with a zero and just slow down and take it easy, it still can be quite social and 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 all of those things. And I think it's um, it's and wonderfully now on venues. And we saw it at Caulfield. There are zeros available readily at uh, at venues, and we'll see the same at the at the VRC in Flemington. So it is one well worth considering, as well as water, which is of course the most essential yep. thing. And, and look forward to it, uh, Simon. Uh, well done. Congratulations to you and the VRC on coming together on this. Have a great week. And have a responsible one. And thanks for joining us. Likewise. Thanks for having me on, Jens. Probably can't leave without a tip. You got anything for us? Uh, race two, number four.
is my tip. Race two, um, and I was given that yesterday. Race two, number four. Right, I will get the dog set right. up there very quickly. Dog, you got a yes, dog? that's a Flemington. You mean <laughs> Flemington race two? I, the, well, that's, that's the problem. I don't know where it's running. Oh, <laughs> well, if it's at Flemington, it's Crystal Pegasus, which is um, a Chris Waller runner that needs yeah. to find for him. Yeah, I like that thirteen dollars. I don't mind it. it one, one, one thing. Uh, one thing that to always be aware of when you're tipping is a venue is generally a pretty important part of the process of where it's running. <laughs> There's about um, 12 meets today, and I bet you race to number four wins somewhere, yeah. and then you can claim it. Yeah. That's Campbell, this is coming from Hutchie, who uh, who once sent me through a whole lot of tips. Each of them were a race out, so, <laughs> and then complained that. Uh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Simon. Simon Strawn joining us from Drinkwise. Right, uh, there we go. Time for a Makita Power Player, please, Zip. Time for a Makita Power Play. Power through the season with Makita Power Garden. This season, Makita Brownie is helping you rule the outdoors. You can rule the outdoors with Makita. Check out the Power Garden range at makita.com.au and and the garden season will, will, will really ramp up in the coming weeks, I think, as we uh, get through the spring and as the weather subsides in the Makita and the, the range of power, the power garden range of Makita. Makita at the front of everything going on in innovation in this space, doing amazing things at makita.com.au. Uh, and, and old mate uh, Adam from Makita will hopefully be down to watch his horse on Thursday. He's got a good one, Miss Rosiano, that will be yes. running on Thursday in the Oaks. So he's a very considered owner, as you know, and... Um, and uh, a conservative owner, and he'll be down, I'm sure, on Thursday to have a look at the uh, horse go around. But this week and this season, Makita helping you rule the outdoors. Who's your Makita Power Player of the Week, uh, Brownie? Well, can I start? Can I say the crowd at the MCG last Sunday? Yeah. Um, India versus Pakistan, 90 plus thousand people. The G was absolutely rocking, and they saw one of the best T20 games of all Amazing. time. Virat Kohli, they had no right to win India, uh, but while he was out in the middle, you just you felt like they had a bit of belief, and he got him home in one of the great knocks and great great very, games. Very rarely does the game meet the occasion, yep. right? It was one of those game and occasions. And there's probably not two more passionate fans in the world than than those two when they play each yeah, other. Magnificent. Uh, mine is Sam Kerr. This this uh, shouldn't go under the radar as much as it has. A hat trick for Chelsea in the Women's Champions League. Champions League. That is unbelievable. Sam Kerr is. An incredible athlete. Can you imagine how big Sam Kerr is going to be here next year? She keeps getting it done, doesn't she? The Matildas in the World Cup in in Melbourne and in Australia and in New Zealand in uh, July and August. Do you think because she's been doing this quite regularly overseas at the Australian public, we all know who Sam Kerr is, but do you reckon the Australian public really know just how good she is? I think they know, but don't get to savour or appreciate yeah. it enough. And next, I, I can't wait for next year. We'll be able to see it with our own eyes. It's going to be absolutely magnificent. So Sam Kerr, hat-trick for Chelsea is my Makita Power Player of the Week. You can rule the outdoors with Makita. Check out the Power Garden range at makita.com.au. We might take a... Well, actually, we'll do our footy update, I think, for Batali. There's still plenty going on the world of footy. On Off the Bench, it's time for your footy update for Batolis. Batolis Ag and Industrial, serving Northern Victoria for over 40 years. See them in Shepparton, Benalla and Albury-Wodonga now. And thinking of everyone in Shepparton in that area, it's been such a tough time and... Batoli's Ag and Industrial is serving Northern Victoria uh, f- uh, in the entire region, Shepparton, Benalla and Albury-Wodonga. Uh, off-season's been significant. First of all, oh, a few, few quick ones for you. Ross Lyon, you happy with the call? I think so. Like I've never been one that um, subscribes to, you know, 
going back to the, the, the past, and that's why I, I was sort of like, oh, Essendon don't need James Hurd. He's been there, done that, move on. But I, I do feel like Ross Lyon, he, he's a very good coach. Um, and if he's the right fit at the right time for the St Kilda Footy Club, which they believe they are, and Andrew Bassett is a very, very good judge. He doesn't make too many mistakes in business. Um, I think it's a good call. The thing that I, I always hear about Ross Lyon and, I, and I've spoken to a lot of past St Kilda players, past Dockers players, champions and guys that couldn't get a game, guys that he'd sacked and delist, they all love him. You know, even yep. and that's a really good sign. He's he's a coach's he's a player's coach. And if you're delisting a guy, not picking him for a grand final or not playing him, yet they still say, geez, he was a great coach. I I, I loved I think great players always say that. But I, I don't think we hear as much. He's a great Coach of great players, yeah, but but also your your lesser lights really really like um, the fact that he he simplified the game. He gave him a role, you know, guys like Andrew McWalter, um, Robert Eddy, Steve. He retired Steve Baker. He had no idea he was retiring. He called everyone in after the last game of the year and said, "Guys, I've got an announcement." Um, you know, Steve Baker's retired. Bakes had no idea <laughs> yet. Still speaks so fondly of yeah, Ross Lyon. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that to me says that. There's a, there is a love there. Yep. So I think um, he's hard. They're going to be disciplined. They're going to be hard to play against. Yep. And I think that's exactly what St Kilda need, whether he can take them, you know, to where they want to go is another story. But um, it's a step in the right direction. Yep. The uh, decision to return Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan to their clubs, are you happy with that? I am. I, I think, um, you know, naturally when the story came out, it, it took everyone in the footy world by surprise and there was some shock there. Um, natural reaction was okay. Let's let's step them away from their clubs. Um, take a breath. Take a breath. Get the investigation underway. And I feel like in the last month, everything sort of settled a little bit. There's been a little bit more clarity around what has unfolded, what has been said, and there is the old innocent until proven guilty theory that that I think you need to stick to. I mean, they got crucified in the early days of the report coming out with no right of reply. And um, it's good that they're back. It's going to be, you know, business as usual until the AFL come up with their final decision. Um, every Hawthorne player from 2008 to 2015 is has been sent an email. I was one of those guys. Yep. Um, do you intend to participate? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I have nothing further to add, but um, – you know, I, I certainly saw nothing of the sort, um, but I will go there and and just give my my uh, almost like a character reference, I suppose, of the three people that are that are getting accused of this. Yeah. I feel I feel compelled to. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Um, Why is that? Well, uh, they're three really good people. Like like over decades, you know, and I believe they always put the individual first um, and always had really good intentions. Um, and if, if some of the stuff that's being said, um, you know, it happened or, um, it was coming from the right place and context I think is really, really important because on paper, what you read sounds quite horrific, but, um, context is a really big thing, which gets lost in print media and the hysterics around everything. I think it, they got swept up into emotions that it just didn't unfold like that. Um, and that's not disrespecting the people that are having their say, but um, all I can, all I can do, will be put forward what I 
what I saw and what I heard. And I've spoken to a hell of a lot of players along the journey that feel the same way. They feel compelled to go into bat. You think there'll be a lot of Hawthorne players that come forward and want I know there will be. Really? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So whether that's not going to have any impact on the findings, but um, uh, yeah, I just feel like you know if you you got to support people if you feel like they've been hard done by, and I feel like the three of them, Jason Burt, Alice Clarkson, and and Chris Fagan, have been. Okay. So that the the, the counter argument to that will be is that um, not taking seriously the allegations that have been put forward or the suggestions. So you you think that there's um, an obligation on the character side? Yes. And you don't know specifically, though, about what happened in those rooms or those times? Or, I don't think uh, anyone uh, would except yep. for the people involved. Yep. But I do know in times of of crisis or, you know, you, you need to show support to people that have been there to support you. Um, and that's not taking a side. That's just, that's just sort of me yep. um, being a, a good past player of those people who I know so well, who I, who I believe are really good people. Yeah. And have you articulated that to, to them as well? Uh, I, I haven't spoken to, to yep. Chris Fagan, but I certainly have to Clarko. Okay. Uh, interesting uh, few weeks ahead on the on both investigations. Uh, the, of course, don't forget this hour powered by PowerCore, asking customers to be prepared if power goes out to your extreme weather conditions. More off the bench right after this. Off the bench around Australia. I hope you're enjoying the show for the McSpicy range of Maccas. Can you handle the heat? The dog Campbell Brown, but in rare form today. And, of course, for Tire Power Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Uh, Dog, as we almost come to the end of the show, a couple of things to fill you on. First of all, the NFL at the Sporting Globe this week. Join the Philadelphia Eagles next Friday for the official NFL watch party at the Sporting Globe in Richmond. So that'll be a ripper a little bit later on in the week on Friday. And uh, the NFL, I know you... It's been a good start to the season. They're already into, well, week eight's been played. You normally chime in a bit deeper as the season goes on. Once I've had a few future bets and then we're sort of getting closer towards the Super Bowl. But... Tom Brady. I was going to ask you about him. Yeah, he, he's gone for one more season. Yep. Let's say he makes thirty million this season, right? Yep. Good money, but it's going to cost him his marriage to yep. Giselle. Yep. And they're going very poorly. They're three and five, and don't look very formidable yep. this season. Why did he go around again? Does he look gone? Do you think? Is oh, yeah, he does. You calling it? I, I know that his his offense isn't as strong as it has been like he doesn't he just doesn't have the receivers that he you know he used to but it's a strange that he retired and then he he unretired yep. he had all those problems he missed a lot of of the preseason yep. camp leading up to round 1 and the season why did he go around again it's fair to say that went over like a lead balloon and balloon at home didn't it yeah 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 and when you it's really interesting that it's, it's such a um old school view that um, Giselle would just have to accept that because he's the greatest player of all time. She would argue she's one of the greatest in her profession of all time and has sacrificed best part of 20 years. And they had an agreement. Yep. He broke it. We don't know what's going on behind the, the walls, of course, but it's it clear, clearly that's it, the decision to come back has been. Uh, it reeks of a man that just refuses to move on. Do you know what I mean? Like he's won seven Super Bowls. Yep. He doesn't need to be going around again. He can't. He can't because he's so competitive and so. Yeah. It's got to be an ego thing too, right? Well, the, the when you're so driven, he would have been told at 35 to give it away. And so he's proven this theory wrong so often now that he can't see the reality of it being fine. It's like a, one of those boxing heavyweight yeah. champs that just got to go again. I've yeah, been it's a good before. analogy. And and you talk yourself up into the, you talk your mind into that state. 
But eventually the, the public, they start to feel a bit sorry for you, you know? Yeah, he hasn't been the same um, player really in terms of arm strength and those type of things. He's a good yeah. game manager, but it'll be interesting. Super Bowl, any chance? Not this year. No? Nah, I'm, I'm going um, to put a cue in the rack for this year, and I've got, I have got one eye on Vegas, Vegas 2024. <laughs> so we're I'd gonna... be really surprised if you weren't invited by the Vegas <laughs> organising committee. Yeah. Given your contribution so, to the Vegas. Well, economy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a big sort of 18 months because I'm 40 next year. Are you really? Yeah. So I haven't sort of decided what I'm going to do, but. What, it, when? Born on the 28th of August. Yep. But. um, 1983. Right. So, but I, I want to go to the Kentucky Derby, the which is the first week of May. Yep. So I might I might celebrate before? my 40th for like a three-month period. Yeah, block. <laughs> I've never been. No, I've heard it's sensational. It's so. yeah. yeah. It's wonderful. 120,000 on the Friday. So 175,000 on the Saturday. And did you and Blanksy get on the track, the actual track? Not only got on the track. Actually, when California Chrome won the derby, we were we – were, we paraded as as shareholders in the horse and were presented the trophy. Actually, a great friend of mine, um, very dear friend, who passed away two weeks ago, and I'm thinking of him, a guy called Richard Hill in Perth. He was my uh, – there was 10 of us there when we went, and I shared a room with him. There was five double rooms because of the scarcity of accommodation. We had a beautiful time at McDonald's Life Scene in Perth. And I was at, we were going through the pictures as we reflected on Richard only last week with a bunch of friends, and – the photos of us on the on the winning post getting photographed, and then with the governor. Really? Yeah, we're in the presentations. That's brilliant. Yeah. So, so yeah, really um, special time, and uh, I, I would be in for sure. If you, if you, in fact, if you could dress that up as your fortieth, that's a good alibi for us all. <laughs> I know that you. I know that you took some responsibility for for Josh Jenkins and he, yep, his snip. I did. You've also got to take a bit of responsibility for the the way I've turned out as well because I saw how you were so opportunistic with your way that you got into everywhere. There was a bat and change. And and yeah. I, I took that on board no, and, I, and I've really tried to sort of run with it. You lived it. <laughs> yeah, now I passed the baton over and you, boy, have you run with it. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the weekend. This has been Off the Bench. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.